what we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. <laughs> I want to shoot some steaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll get off that conversation. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fascinate with Film. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> actually, I, I want to make it clear, I don't want to shoot steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really, really like steaks. <laughs> Dave fucking hates steaks. There's got to be a story behind that. He <laughs> hates <laughs> these cans. <laughs> I, I listened to five seconds of that podcast. I'm already turned off. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this the, this is the animal rights podcast? Jesus. Jeez, Dave, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. Disclaimer, no animals were harmed during the making of this pod. (laughs) Uh, So yes, welcome back. Last week we had uh, our Marvel pod. Dave was not here for the Marvel pod, but I'm sure you, you were not. Well, you may have been. May have been. We we kind of left it out in the open. If I did like that. I did like that Oasis when Oasis broke up before they did the MTV Movie Awards, uh-huh. and then Liam, the brother that got kicked out, sat in the balcony and oh, <laughs> no. heckled them while they played. Oh I don't no! Know. I'm gonna have to pull that up on YouTube. That's yeah, they played without him, and he was he got drunk and got. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> I can see like Axl Rose doing that. They get, oh. They've gotten. They're kind of like the. I don't know how we got in this tangent. <laughs> they're kind of like the Black Crows. They both have b- brothers in bands, uh-huh. and they both get in fistfights on stage. Right? Really? During wow. the set. Wow. Man, why don't I ever see those concerts? Yeah, I would love to be able to see those concerts. You can Everything... probably pull up the Black Crows one, because yeah. they've gotten in fistfights a couple times. That's hysterical. Did you hear that? If you just pulled up like uh, on-stage meltdowns by bands, you could probably see some yeah. crazy. Like, I'm glad. Uh, I, you... Billy Joe, uh, like uh, the Green Day one, where he had to end up going to... Uh, like rehab because he was like going off and crazy on stage. Yes, and, and I could so. see fist fights happening sometimes because yeah. I've been in bands before and then we're like argue over the set list and one guy's we're playing that fucking song. And right. Like, I'm not playing that song. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden the guitar player starts playing that song and once the whole band starts yeah. as a lead singer you can't you can't stop it. If only we had a uh, a movie on here that would tie in with all that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we will. Oh, maybe I do. We will. <laughs> 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 yeah, so this is our uh, part four of our uh, four part. This is the last one for the 80s. So uh, I bet it's not. Well, we could probably do one I way down we... the line because like, even with it being part four, so that's like what? So it's 15 on each. So that's like 60. We've done this it will be 60. the 60 movies that we have done for the 80s comedies. We're, we're really turning into a franchise yeah. with this. We <laughs> <No>. need to... <laughs> it, it really shows how many great Can you imagine if we made money doing are. this? Oh my God, that'd be fantastic. I know we could do multiple 90s ones because there's been several times I'm like, I'm picking Cadillac, man, and I look at it and I'm like, 1990, damn. Yeah. I said, I could have swore I watched that like up north or uh, something. So it must have been come out earlier early in the year because I know we moved down here or I moved down here with mom and Matt in like 1990. Classic so, Tim Robbins. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. So when we do the next 90s uh, comedy, that's And it's the late, great Robin Williams? Yeah. yeah. You should watch Absolutely. anyone that's listening that uh, depending on when this drops next, CNN has been doing every... Uh, every Sunday night they've been doing history oh, we have to comedy. finish the one we started which one 
We oh yeah, that was the documentary. Oh, that on was HBO. But okay. there's a there's a great. Uh, oh, cool. Because I thought they were the same thing. No, no, no. The history of comedy one that's being on uh, CNN like last week's. So you could probably pull it up on YouTube or wherever or the uh, CNN app. Last week was uh, the first one was just like sketch comedies, and they just went over all the sketch comedians and everything, and they're all in there. Mike Myers is talking about and everything. But last week was all animation. So oh, they wow. started with like Looney Tunes, went all the way to like <coughs> Family Guy. And oh wow. The evolution of it. Next Next week is, uh, this Sunday is Gone Too Soon, so it's all the uh, comedians that died early, like Chris Farley and uh, Robin Williams and all those, so it should, and there's tons of them, man. It's like, they call it like the 27-year-old club. I know they do that with musicians, like Jimmy Hendrix, Hendrix, uh, Jim Morrison, they all died at 27, so. There's there's like 10 more. Yeah, there's a lot. It's weird how. 27, I'm sure that's a math equation. It's cocaine (laughs) times no sleep. Yeah. Mike. Plus heroin, plus heroin and alcohol <laughs> equals over five squared. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I'm pretty sure that's formula. That, that's probably it. <laughs> it's weird how many comedians kind of are troubled, you know, and you don't know it. You don't. I mean, I would clue. see. I would imagine. Yeah, I listen to a ton of uh, comedy pods on yeah. Pandora. Mm-hmm. I have. I just started a Red Fox station. Oh, and nice. it does nice. all the old black comedians, the Red Foxes, the George Wallaces, Richard the Pryor. Richard Pryors, Eddie Murphy. That's great. Uh, they they get, they do newer ones too, but they kind of keep it in the old genre. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. Oh yeah. And they like uh, that Witherspoon guy. Oh, Jonathan Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I he's funny in movies, but I forget how yeah. great of a stand-up comedian. Huh. I don't know how we got on this either. Well, I have him in one of my movies too. Sweet. <laughs> Weird. Dead on today. So yeah, we should. Uh, I, if you want to go back and listen to the other three, uh, all fantastic movies. Like I said, I'm sure there's ones that we left off. But if you're a fan of '80s comedies, you certainly have probably seen all these movies. Or if you haven't, you should jump right in and uh, check them out because I went a little random on a couple of mine but most of mine I think everyone has seen yeah. if you grew up in the 80s yeah. if, you don't, like comedy. if you're not a fan of 80s comedy you don't listen to this pod yeah. <laughs> you've already yeah. decided you're not going to listen to us yeah. or you could learn a thing or two that's and true I mean, listen yeah, to all four of them because these are like these are some I of the best. I meant our pod in general, like, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> some of the best comedians. This is where their chops came from. All the John Candies and the Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Chevy Chase, yeah. Yeah. all these, uh, Goldie Hawn, Go, um, all these great. The Levitt guy, Eugene Le- uh, John Levy. Uh, yeah. Eugene Levy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy is another great I mean, one. and that guy, that guy's done a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. I bet and he's hilarious. His IMDB. Yeah. I bet you yeah. he's in the 200 Club. Oh, he's Oh, I'm sure yeah. he is. Especially all those guys who started with like Second City or with Sad Night Live. The girl and, from uh, um, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara yeah. yeah, because her mom was super famous. Uh, That's right. Maureen O'Hara was her mom who was in all the John Wayne movies. She was super famous. She did uh, McClintock and all the the oh, great nice. ones. And then she had even uh, branched out when she was older to some of the 80s comedies. She did uh, Only the Lonely with John Candy, a fantastic that was good. Yeah. random one where he just kept imagining his mom dying in weird ways if he left Oh, the that's right. Yeah. She'd, uh, she'd give him the guilt trip. She'd give him that Irish guilt trip that she <laughs> she was so good at doing. And it was it was a fabulous one. Ali Sheedy was in that. So Speaking yeah. of uh, John Candy, the, other, the heist pod we did, I, I can't believe I didn't put armed and dangerous yeah well 80s comedy yeah i know i know (laughs) you you still got time you're we're only up on you in about four three two all right justin give us the first number five you know who's on uh, armed and dangerous is eugene levy yeah Yeah. that's right they just take that motherfucker in every movie (laughs) so they can say he's in every movie yeah it's weird because i 
I realized my when you know your wife really well or your girlfriend really well, you know what, uh, especially my wife, who's not the biggest movie fan, but it's always a movie that I can say, this guy is from that, this guy is from that, and I know she'll immediately uh, know from, and Eugene Levy, I will automatically go, uh, best in show, he's the guy with the two left feet, or he's, <laughs> he's the father of the guy who fucked the pie in American Pie. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's, it's, he's in all of those. Oh, uh, yeah. Splash. Yeah. He's so great in Splash as the crazy, like, dentist. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, or he, was he not? He was actually, I don't think a dentist. He actually just, uh, he went in there as disguised as the dentist <laughs> to, to screw with him. But, oh, man, that was so fun. Yeah, so I think we should start right off because we got a lot of 80s to talk about. And we got enough tangents to go off of just from these movies. So, <laughs> well, we start with you, Justin. What do you got for an 80s comedy for us? All right, 1988. I'm going to start off. I do believe this gentleman was a congressman at one point. Ooh. Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson. Yeah. yeah he was a congressman. Uh, Great re- voice. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really good voice. Yeah. And everyone and he, knows And he him. always played that kind of yeah. political role yeah. very well. Hunford October you know? is Hunford where, October. I go, yeah. where I go with my uh, thinking when I think Fred Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Mary Gross. Larry Cedar. Love Mary Gross. Yeah, she's great. Ken Marshall. Ken Marshall. Do you know yep. who he's from? What uh, he's from? Uh, he's from Krull, Krull? isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. guy from Krull. I did yeah. not realize that until recently. Yeah, he's and awesome. And I love Krull. Krull's yeah. one of my favorites. What's, uh, the, what's the movie? It is... Hanging a... S- I know, right? <laughs> feds. Uh, see, yeah. I love Feds. Yeah. I love Mary Gross. This is Mary Rebecca Gross. De Mornay? De Mornay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the only one you didn't say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I said it. <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, but Mary Gross is so great, and people forget that she started with Sad Night Live. She has that... Uh, she's her she's, partner, right? Yeah, she's yeah. her partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays that perfect, like, deadpan, straight-laced character. Well, and didn't just... she also do um, Alfalfa when uh, Eddie Murphy would do Buckwheat? Baby. I yeah, think yeah, she yeah, did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> she was in that era with Eddie Murphy and Billy Crystal. I think she was there for like five years. I remember now they did an interview with Alfalfa regarding when Buckwheat was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally totally forgot she played Alfalfa. I was scared. I was scared. And I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) You probably remember this, but there was a time in the 80s where it wasn't considered racist to have Buckwheat on a t-shirt with this big smiling face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they had him. In, as different characters, yeah, Dave, and I had David like two or three. I had Buckbo, which was Rambo. Buckwheat <laughs> face. Oh my yeah. gosh! And it was like I don't think was, you can pull that off today. But. No, <laughs> but if you ever find that shirt, it'd be worth a lot. I have of a money. picture of you uh, holding it up for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. It lives awesome. on. I don't think I can pull that shirt off today. <laughs> but tell us a little bit, Feds, because this is a little off the uh, off the path of uh, like really major '80s comedies. But it's one that I remember me and my younger brother watching it on uh, like Sunday mornings on cable. Yeah, yeah. And no, was, I watched it several watched, times. Several times. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of it was action, really right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was it, it, it was, was kind of they stole the. Uh, I mean, it wasn't an original idea, really. Right. It was kind of straight like police academy type. Pretty much, except like, they, were they were feds. Feds, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, it was fun, man. So, a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Uh, main character of the movie is Rebecca de Mornay. It starts off, she's um, leaving... Her... Height of her career, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was Before Hand the Rocks, the Cradle, where people were like, oh, yeah. she can play <laughs> yeah, no, she, was, she was a nice, fun character yeah. in this movie, you know? She played that um, nice hooker in <laughs> Risky Business. <laughs> Risky Business. That's, right. That's what I remember oh, her from. Yeah. Um, but so she is a Marine, and she's been accepted into the FBI. Well, she's going for her interview for the FBI uh, training program, and 
basically the interviewer tells her like, look, you're not really qualified, but we have to admit yeah. a certain number of women. So you're probably going to wash out during the program, but and congratulations. As a Marine, that probably boost you up. Like, Absolutely. No, yeah. way I'm going to fail now. As a person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I hear yeah, that, true. when someone tells me I can't do something. Who says that to anyone anyways? Really? Uh, That's the thing you hear people say, but you're like, Man. yeah, I do remember a few coaches back growing up that knew I could do it, but tell yeah. me they weren't sure if I could do it, yeah. just to motivate I've had me. people tell me after the fact, like, man, I didn't think you were going to make it here, but you, just, oh, you ended I've up had. turning out really well. Uh-huh. I've everything. heard that my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I told you that before the pod started. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do no pod. <laughs> I can't even get through one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically she gets accepted. She gets into the program. She moves in. She meets her uh, roommate, Mary Gross. And I'm sorry, I, I can't remember their character names on this. DeWitt and Zuckerberg. Zucker, Zucker, yeah, Zuckerman. Zuckerman. Zuckerman, Zuckerman yeah. and DeWitt. Um, and so, you know, they're going to become friends. They have that initial, like, kind of uh, friction Host- between them. Yeah, 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 you know, like... Because one's really smart. Yeah. Like, uber smart. Super and one's really kind of physical, an, an athlete. Right. Which... It takes them a while to realize, hey, we could we can use help each, each other. other yeah, yeah, you know, and so they start going through the program, and uh, you know, when it comes to the physical stuff, like placing somebody under arrest, yeah. uh, Rebecca De Mornay is great at it because yeah. she's a freaking marine, you know. She'll and, take someone down who's a foot taller than her in like a second, right? And she does. <laughs> but her partner is just a complete academic; like she's never had to do anything yeah. physical to anyone. She's got ever. mousy written all over. Yeah. yeah, and and you know she's constantly being taken advantage of in that position. And in the meantime, Rebecca de Mornay is constantly like failing her exams and not doing well academically. So, you know, eventually they decide, okay, well, let's join forces. And then they do the whole montage of her studying and her getting stronger mm. and her getting smarter and her getting more confident and, yeah. you know, back and forth. And then finally it kind of comes to a head where uh, Mary Gross has to, you know, arrest this guy. And he's like giving her a hard time. He has been the whole time. Ken and, Marshall, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she like, stomps on his foot and kicks him in the balls and he yeah. drops to the ground and she like puts him in cuffs and yeah. you know like you know it's basically like have a nice day bucko and like gets up and just walks away and that's like her character's like okay yeah. i've made it now you know and <laughs> bucko that that term's dead Sorry, happy dead yeah. and buried you know yeah, yeah. Bring it, let's bring it back i love when they go to buy the uh, weapons you want single action or double action yeah I, what you know you know, what, what you know like. my taste yeah <laughs> <laughs> really funny and you know just to, uh that dorky guy that was kind of in their group yeah he was a very famous and i i had looked him up recently he was a very famous uh, actor who played a lot of special effects types characters. He played the creature on the wing in Twilight Zone. Really? And he also played the snake creature in Dreamscape. Really? Oh, it, it's weird. He played a lot of those guys. He was one of the creatures in The Hidden. He just went around like very similar to like Robert Picardo did because he played that creature in the yeah. swamp in Legend. Mm-hmm. So that's and, uh, Larry Cedar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was re- and he's done a ton of stuff. He's done like uh, same with the Mary Gross. They've done a lot of TV. It's like, funny since then. Like, if you want to be that guy and you do three or four things, you can be that guy because right. people want to hire somebody. That's but like, you'll never know unless you're in the industry that that guy does that. Right. Yeah, you know? but I mean, but I mean, he's get, 
people don't want to take a chance when they have someone that's done it before when yeah. it comes to something like that. Yeah. It's not like they need them to be... Damn, man. He could go to the horror cons like crazy. Just huh. average. You put I pictures put, of that No, I'd on put there? big, giant stand-ups of all the characters I've oh, been right? yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, that's what they do at cons because I go there and they'd have like the voice actors that are there and voice actors is one of those like uh, those roles that yeah. it gets it's underappreciated because you you it don't is. know their face you right. know yeah. but if you put put a big like banner with like the characters like Jim Cummings played. who does the voice of like Winnie the Pooh and all these different oh, characters they had him on NPR about yeah because two he's hours doing ago. The, he's doing the new uh, Winnie the Pooh Robin. the new uh, Christopher Robin movie uh-huh. which is, is supposed to be but really really good he did Tigger yep. he did like a tons bunch of, of stuff Billy mm. West who does like tons of characters oh Billy West does Futurama yep tons of stuff I met Rob Paulson who is the voice of uh, his name Pinky. is Robert Paulson? <laughs> yeah. uh, he does the voice of uh, of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He does uh, no. uh, Donatello from uh, uh, the Ninja Turtles. I met him uh, at a con and got his autograph and got pictures with him. And uh, my wife got a big hug from him. He's just, like the sweetest guy. Man. The nice. guy that does really Archer cool. and Bob's Burgers. God. Yeah, yeah. Can't believe his name. Yeah, is um, right now. he also. But he's uh, great. Christian Shaw is another one from Bob's Christian Burgers. Shaw, he's really funny, good. man. He also does um, Cleveland. From oh, Disney Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, those yeah. guys, man, they make an yeah. amazing living doing that. Yeah. Talk about it. It's great so funny. Job, man, it's so it. funny, too, because he's like kind of a, a skinny, bald, white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the way that he does Cleveland Brown's John H. voice. John H. Benjamin. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He okay. used to do that show, John H. Benjamin Has a Van. Remember, he used to oh, just go around. It was, a com- it was a comedy sketch. So, not sort of. He would just pop up on strangers and be weird around like, like Billy on the, <laughs> yeah. Billy on the Street Something type like of that. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyways, so, uh, you know, they make it through their program, and they're basically told, like, okay, this is your night to go and relax, uh, you know, go enjoy yourselves, have fun, you know. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Mary Gross gets drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, why, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Oh, man, she she just is, uh, she's very uh, inhibited until she gets drunk, and there's a great scene where she goes up to this uh, this great character actor who everyone's seen before in movies. Who you, you, It's one of those guys that you see all the time, but you don't realize you've seen him before, and they, he's like plays a sailor in this movie. Tony Longo. Yeah, you know his you'd know his face if you saw it. I want to see his face. See it, show it. Uh, <clears throat> I know you've seen him before. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, she meets him at the bar, and she's like, "I always meet the wrong guys, you know. I need a guy with a tattoo." I and she, she sees him at the end of the bar. Hey. Hey there, sailor. You got a tattoo? <laughs> He's like, oh, a fish. Yeah. <laughs> and well, at first, she's just like, uh, uh, do you have a tattoo? She says, yeah, I got a tattoo. Well, whip it out. <laughs> and she's like, uh, and she's dancing when she's pulling his shirt over his head and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home with this guy. You want to uh, take me back to your room and uh, make me unconscious or something yeah. like that? Is that a lot? Yeah. And, yeah. She, and he's like, ah, she's not that drunk. And she's like, passes out on the table. Yeah. All right, maybe she's a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, that is good. But it goes down yeah. to that great scene which has been done in a lot of movies you know those uh those like games like uh, very similar to like the dirty dozen where you have to uh you have it's like a war up, game it's like war games yeah. almost similar and they've set it up and i love how they set it up where the teacher comes in front of him and says i've been held co- hostage and fred thompson's got guns and yeah. everything and it's like we've we've held your professor a hostage you have like a map and you've got these certain elements and everything mm-hmm. and you yeah. have 24 hours fun. yeah yeah You've got 24 hours, and yeah. uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So uh, the guy from Kroll is kind of this, uh, you know... He's a dick, but he's not. Right. He's just, he's just a kind of a he's chauvinistic a cocky kind dude. of cocky yeah. asshole. Yeah. But his like whole family was FBI agents, yeah. so he's just been groomed for this. So 
once they start off, they say, okay, well, we need to, you know, devise He's some leadership. He's the one to beat. Yeah. Yeah, You can much. already tell, like, when the movie starts, this guy's going to go on to make yeah. tons of money. And right. Be, like, and and him and Re- uh, Rebecca de Mornay go out on a date at one point, and she, like, throws a glass of wine in his yeah, face. Yeah, because she's, he kind of belittles Mary Gross yeah. and everything. Well, he elects himself as, like, <laughs> in, as like you know, I'm in charge, yeah. and these are my people that are going to be under me. You know, everybody vote. And they they find a map, and... He's like, okay, well, now we have a map. We know where they are. Let's let's go this way. And Rebecca de Mornay is like, listen, I don't think that they yeah. just left this map here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that kind of seems convenient. And so they eventually split, split up. up. So it's Mary Gross, Rebecca de Mornay, and... and uh, guy uh, who yeah, played the creature uh, from uh, Larry, Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah Larry Cedar. Um, and they decide that they're going to go off and, and just do this on their own. Well, they find out where um, the people are being hostage, you know, held hostage by tapping the phones. Yeah. And they realize that the other team is probably going to be there pretty soon as well. Um, so they they give them some misinformation and tell them that the terrorists have been spotted at this certain coordinate on the map, which is just right dead center in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, chest deep. You yeah. sure about this? Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, they they decide that they're going to go and make their own operation and they, you know, gear up and everything like that. And, you know, I imagine the way that it normally would have happened is there probably would have been some kind of negotiation, knocked on the door, made communication. Well, they went all out like SWAT on them. (laughs) Like rope line. Like like gas canisters and pulling the fire alarm, busting through the door with a shotgun. And then the two women come scaling down and bust through the window and like... You know, do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. To the point where they're like, uh, remember, they're on the Jeep with them all tied up and yeah. bound when they're coming across the guys who are like soaking wet coming out of the swamp. And they're like, oh, did we mention that this is over and we got him? Right, stuff? yeah. But she did give him credit so that they didn't get in trouble. She was like, oh, that double pronged assault that you thought turned out to be a really <laughs> yeah. good idea, you know? So, but uh, it was a fun movie. Yeah, you it know? was super fun. I, I also, I love the scene where they're eating, uh, they're eating like lunch and they realize the bank's being robbed. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they go over there, and oh, uh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. And uh, Mary Gross had didn't have her gun yet. Yeah. She's like, just stay low, pretend yeah. you have a gun. And she's <laughs> like, just put her finger out yeah. like she's got a gun. I would do that in the dark too. If someone yeah. breaking my house. This was broad daylight though. But yeah. yeah. Or uh, there's the scene where uh, they get into the bet about who can eat the most pizza. Oh, that was fun and too. Yeah. The, you know, they both uh, Rebecca De Mornay and then this other guy um, say like they can both eat three entire pizzas. They get through one pizza, and you know Re- Rebecca Dorm. De Mornay is starting to like slow down and so she starts to talk about like man I hope this pepperoni's cooked all the way and he's just eating it and eating it and eating it and you know uh, she starts trying to intentionally gross him the throat. Throat. yeah she's yeah, like yeah. you know talking about yeah. worms and parasites in your stomach and eventually dude just can't handle it anymore and he just like goes yeah. off to throw up you know it's, it's a fun movie it was great it was one of the last times you got to see Rebecca De Mornay play like that really fun fun character too because yeah. she went on to do some great stuff but she it was real serious was stuff after that yeah <laughs> and I mean, the after Rocks and Cradle, Cradle yeah, kind of like stuck in people's Heads like, ooh man. And I remember she she had that random role in identity, remember? She was yep. like the, the first woman that got killed that yep. was very uppity and everything, and she was like the played the washed out actress. She you've a washed out actress playing a washed out actress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca, but <laughs> you did a well, you did a great job that's, at it. That's some kind of a paradox right there. <laughs> uh, and Mary Gross, she just went on to do TV. You didn't get to see her do much uh, many movies after all. I haven't seen her in forever, so I don't know what she's been uh, what she's been up to, but she was been 
phenomenal back in the day. Yeah. So awesome. yeah. So Feds. Yeah. Good music too. I yeah. love the music. Great yeah. theme song. Randy no, Edelman it, did it, a great it, music for that. I don't feel like it was ever a very well-known movie, but I think that it yeah. was well done. And if you had HBO in the eighties, you, you saw it probably. But, uh, but yeah. other than that, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a big one. What about you, Dave? You got a big one? Or early eighties. Got, got a little one. Early eighties. Early eighties. Almost give all you mine are eighty-seven dun, or eighty-eight. Dun, dun. <laughs> Captain Chaos. See, I, see, I, I know what that movie is. I don't. Sure. You don't. You don't know what that is, no. huh? All right. <laughs> Dom Deluise said it. Oh, um, Cannonball Run. Boom! You got Boom. <laughs> all star cast, like insane. All. I don't even know cast. if I could name them all. No, you oh, probably couldn't. Dean but... Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. Yep. You've got uh, Burt Reynolds, obviously. Burt Reynolds, the two Roger guys. Moore, uh, the guy from Mash, Faye Dunaway, and um, uh, the girl from, uh, from Escape Swamp from New York Swamp Thing. Uh, uh, Jackie Adrian, Chan, Adrian Barbeau. We gotta what, say her name. Adrian Barbeau. One of, one of Jackie Chan's first. One of Jackie um, Chan's first, first American movies. Did you say Terry Bradshaw already? Not Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw is fantastic in it. Oh yeah. Was it Nipsey? Here Russell we go. Here we go. Too, Peter Fonda, Mel Tillis. Uh, Peter Fonda. Yeah, I forgot he was in there. He was the uh, the biker gang Bert later on. Covney. Burt Cabot, isn't it? Uh, or no, Burt Covney. Yeah, yeah. Covney. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, I'm looking for. Oh, the guy, Rick Avalis, the one that played the murderer in uh, Ghost. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that did the Nixon impression. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not a crook. I'm not a crook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a great one when he when he had the when he had Terry Bradshaw asked him if he brought enough food, yeah. and he holds up the like after they put like 400 cans of. Oh, beer that was in the, the car. other guy. That was the white guy when he came. Oh yeah, he, he had that stutter. He got food. He's like plenty. <laughs> and I had rumors that this was a real thing too. Like across, I heard rumors across of it country too. because tell us a little bit about what the premise is. It's 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 simple. It's a race from one coast to the next, from yep. the east coast to the west coast. No you rules. Get a, no rules. Just get there. You gotta just make it to the pier in Santa Monica from somewhere in New York. Or Avoid somewhere. the police. Avoid the police. And uh, some of the best. You get vehicles. a time when you punch in. Which is funny, they're all at the end racing to make one time, but it was they all punched in at different times. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, <laughs> that's a little plot uh, hole, but <laughs> but everyone had awesome vehicles uh, or just we said Burt Reynolds, right? Yeah, please say. But <laughs> it was highlighted around Burt Reynolds and Dom they, DeLuise, Dom DeLuise. because they were a comedy troupe. Yeah, and they figured out the best way to go. It it wasn't always speed, but as much being unhindered. Mm-hmm. So they got an ambulance, uh, and to make it authentic. One of my favorite scenes in the oh, movie yeah. oh, that is they had awesome. to go and get the guy with the googly eyes. I don't even know what he's he... a random actor. He was in a TV show with Lonnie Anderson for like two seasons called That's Easy true. Street. I even and remember. He that. was just a weird, weird. No, he was weird. If, if you this. look that way, you have to be a comedian. You know, you have to. You have to. <laughs> it's be like funny John, it's like Rodney Dangerfield was never going to be yeah. a leading man in Hollywood. <laughs> Do you know he didn't start doing even until his fifties or sixties, right? Late forties, he yeah. started doing stand-up. Really? Before that, he was a mattress salesman. Yeah, yep. that's all he did. He was probably really funny. He's yeah. a great. He's example. probably the funniest mattress salesman. <laughs> he's a great example. Me of and my if, wife, we try this mattress try, out. Yeah. But hey, well, he's get a great no example of if you. Uh, it's never too late to start a new career or to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, to do something different. I, I do it every 10 years. But so I'll tell my favorite scene. So they want to get a doctor mm-hmm. to make the ambulance look more authentic. Uh-huh. So they get uh, this crazy looking guy and Burt Reynolds is looking at him. He, he had says, the best intro Louise. scene of any of the of yeah. any character. Don, uh, Burt Reynolds looking at him. Don DeLuise is like, he's like, I'd want to know where you got him. And Don DeLuise is like, yeah, I just don't know why there was all those animals. Around. Don't <laughs> tell me where you got him. 
And then they had Farrah Fawcett in the back, yeah. mm. and they opened the back. You want me to examine her? And he like <laughs> snaps the gloves on his finger. Oh God! Like the and puts like lube on his finger. Yeah. He's like, you want me to examine her? <laughs> <laughs> he was just super creepy. That was a creepy scene. Man, my favorite line from it because I use it with my wife all the time because she's uh, my wife's like five two and I always give her shit about being, being <laughs> yeah. short. Is they make fun of. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. for being short and everything. He, he's like, do you call me small? He says, why? Because you're small. You're SM all. <laughs> I, got, I got one more favorite I want to say before no, you guys. Do it, man. Yeah, Take do it, it up, man. <laughs> is, so many great so stuff in this. They're, they're driving across country. You see people get pulled over. They yeah. show a bunch of people getting pulled over. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And cutting each other off. And, and it was really, it was a cool movie, if you like. Car ch- and I confuse it with number two, because number two is like the no, exact same Number two is the same thing. They just... Added the different only thing cast, I, the, a little different cast. Yeah, right. the cast member that I, that I think of that's completely different is uh, the guy. Well, who Dean Martin wasn't there anymore. You had Klinger playing the Sheik. Oh, that's which, right. Which was but really it was funny. good. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. But they um, so they're speeding through this town, and <laughs> the, the, um, what's it, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin are driving one of my favorite cars of all oh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Tom Selleck Ferrari. Yeah, with yeah. the target top. Yeah, and they're driving this Ferrari. And they're right behind the ambulance by about a mile. Mm-hmm. And the, the ambulance pulls out, and the cop, mm-hmm. there's a cop standing there, and he's like, uh, Burt Reynolds calls him over, and he says, there's gonna, there's two pedophiles coming. <laughs> dressed like dressed like So they take off, and he's like, you take care of him. And he's like, so all of a sudden, the Ferrari comes up, and, and he literally steps like, in the road and pulls yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Him, and they're just looking at each other like this. this so oh, great. man. Uh, they would do anything to Not in my down. town. Yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, car that Adrian Barbeau's driving with. Oh, the, the Lamborghini. The Lamborghini, man. Oh, wow. Such a nice car. I. It's weird. When you grow up. What movie? 81. So it's weird that when you're a kid, you fantasize about cars. Yeah. yeah. And then I lost my interest. Yeah, I lost right. it completely. completely. Now I'm just, I want my car to last. I just want my yeah. car, I want it to turn on, yeah. get where I'm going, yeah. and then get back to where I am, yeah. and then be able to turn on again. And that's, 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 that's all I need. That's yeah. all I need. And you know what? I like having trucks. I put a new dent in it every other week. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't you give a care yeah. about it whatsoever. Not at all. Yeah. They look better with Yeah, no, my, my truck's got tons of marks on it. I love uh I love Roger Moore's character in this because oh, he plays intro, somebody. Remember the intro uh, with, him? with his mom? With his mom? Yeah. I it's great because he's a uh he plays Roger Moore who thinks he's James Bond. And he's already played James Bond in the movies. Yeah. So it's a, he's very familiar to the audiences and everything and he has that great scene where he he tells his mom, he says, he says, unfortunately, you know too much, mother. And he pulls a gun on her and then pulls the trigger and one of those big bang flags come, oh, flags come up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and screws <laughs> with her and everything. But there's so many great things. There's that great scene where they come across Peter Fonda with the biker gang. Oh, they had that, and that, that was a they good had that fight, bald, man. They had good, that bald guy. They had a great brawl. Yeah, that brawl. And they had, oh, we forgot the guy from Moonraker. Yeah, the Jaws. Jaws, Jaws from it. Moonraker at war. Or from Happy Free. Gilmore. That's right. Your ball struck my foot. <laughs> you can plan on meeting me in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot him again. Well, I'm Shooter. He's in one of your movies that you're going to be talking about yeah. here. I mentioned Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter McGavin, man. He's awesome. Yeah, that was Cannibal a good Run fight, was a great was a good one, fight scene. It went on for like five minutes. Number two mm-hmm. wasn't quite as good, but it was, it was still, still fun. It was still fun. It was, and that was one Frank Sinatra was in too. That's uh, right. Where they ran into him and uh, really, really great. Because I imagine, I imagine they probably didn't get all the people they wanted to for the first one because people were like, 
what is this movie about? Yeah. yeah. And well, then once they saw it, this is like, I got to be in this, this movie. This is ripe for a remake. Well, and I, I was mean, just, they could totally I was just about to say, they, they pretty much did, but it was called Rat Race. Oh, yeah. You know? I think Rat Race was more... Uh, uh, but these are A-list stars. A lot oh, of yeah, people absolutely. were A-list stars yeah. at the time. Uh, Rat Race was more of a remake of a Mad, 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 Mad World. Well, oh, that's really? when there was a group of people that were all trying to get to a different treasure that was oh. out there. And, and that, had, that one had Spencer Tracy and all the old school comedians that were mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jimmy Yeah, Durante but why don't they do them. it nowadays? The only yeah. problem is, is that they make a ton more money than they used to percentage-wise right. yeah. back then. Yeah. So you couldn't have... There's probably 40 stars in this movie. Yeah. You, you would the, need The budget a, would be... $250 million for a slapstick no. comedy. The only thing it would take was it would need people a... People kicking scale. Or you would yeah. need a great director who is just friends with all these people. Yeah. Who, right. just, Listen, who just came I need you for two days. Did it, you're going to get not much money. Yeah. yeah. If Spielberg did it, it would be an easy, easy thing. Because Chatham Tanning, he does that all the time. Like yeah. he was in that... What was that one when the world ended? Oh, this is the end. And didn't, wasn't yeah, he yeah. the one that was on the leash? Yes. Yeah. Oh. So many stars. <laughs> weird scene. He was like barking. He oh, like not, put his ass up to him. Not to go off too much on a tangent that has nothing to do with comedy, but there was some casting news this past week uh, that I thought was phenomenal. Was you've heard anything about the new uh, Joker movie? They're keeping it very under wraps. No, the new Joker that, movie, uh, but heard... they cast De Niro in it, and, oh, wow. and they just cast Mark Marin in it who's really? uh, again? from glow he's the the coach from glow oh, yeah, yeah, he does yeah. a great podcast called wtf yep. mm-hmm. really really funny funny guy and i don't know they're not saying who anyone is playing uh, i heard that they had announced a female lead role too but i can't think yeah of who i think it it's uh, france mcdermott oh yeah, okay france mcdermott's yeah. in it so then they're, they're keeping it completely God, wrapped but they say it's gonna be really movie. dark yeah and uh fanboys are going nuts they don't like the fact that they're doing uh, it at all but fuck that yeah it's who doesn't Fanboys, man, they just like, don't oh, like. Oh, the they fact- can't play him. He'll yeah. do a terrible job. Yeah, you can't let him play. You need to let me cast that yeah. movie. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. I think I know what's better for yeah. fucking. For, it's like, yeah. come on, man, let people do their thing. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you my like best it, friend it. Jimmy would be perfect for the role. <laughs> yeah. But you know what the thing is? Is it, sometimes it's universal that someone didn't do a good job and you didn't like them. But when they do an acceptable job half yeah. the people like it and half people yeah. don't yeah. it's like you're never gonna please it doesn't right. matter what you do and every time they announce some casting like yeah. that you know people come and out the fucking internet man I follow like, like I'm the, gonna shit on everything now I like, follow a couple of the like uh, the haters book. of the world <laughs> oh my god dude I follow a couple of the comic book resources uh, like things on Facebook where they can tell you all the news and everything and I, I just can't even click on the comments anymore it's just yeah. like negative 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 yeah. all the way through like this is this shouldn't be done and they're screwing this up and they're screwing that up and I'm like Jesus man just shut up and enjoy it yeah and it's one of those moments where you're glad when we were younger you didn't I don't even it. care if they remake a movie I still have the old one yeah you've said that before yeah. oh yeah that's it's like whatever Let it, I'm not gonna watch it yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna say damn they, this was better than what they did before right yeah so for my number five here and this is another one that had an all star cast but it was also the kind of beginning of a uh, a great line of movies that uh, a bunch of brothers ended up doing was... Uh, Dupree films? No, not Dupree films. Damn it, man. I gotta work that in. <laughs> I'll throw that in on my wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? He went yeah. party first hold. Like, no, I'm getting off. that one. <laughs> uh, no, this is... Uh, I'm gonna get you sucker. Oh, oh, man. Thank is, you. Keenan Ivory Wayans, man, oh. and he went on to do so many different things. And this was during was it, in was Living, it in Color. Living Color. Yeah, yeah Living Color God. was a little bit earlier than this, but so he had a little bit of clout to be able to do this. But if you think of the movie, the actors that they got to be in this, you got Jim Brown, you got Isaac yeah. Hayes, no, you it got was Jonathan Witherspoon, you got uh, 
you had the the woman from uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Chris Rock was in it, right? Chris Rock, one of the Chris Rock's very first. Oh, literally, wow. my favorite scene he's ever. I don't oh yeah, talk. Yeah, we'll Go talk ahead. about it. Gets into it, but no, I, I wanted so bad when we did the Gangster Pod. Oh, Remember, right, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. pick that movie, yeah. but yeah. he OG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, overgone. Oh man. my god! Tell her you want to tell. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. Go ahead. I, I have my favorite scene, but I'll wait. And if the you guys soldier talk boy. about it, yeah. <laughs> I think you have Keenan to. Keenan Hardison is probably one of my favorite characters. He's the from main this. guy. Or no, no he's he, the guy that had all the medals. Uh, no, he was he was Damon Wayans, a right hand man that just repeated whoever. Said, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the soldier boy. Whoever you are. <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> Mr. Big gonna kick you. Mr. Big is gonna kick you. And Mr. Big play, was played by the guy from Dirty Harry, the uh, the chief of police, Vernon uh, oh, something right. Vernon. I can't remember his name. But you also had the uh, what was the uh, good times? The uh, Jimmy Walker. Not Jimmy Walker, but the oh uh, the father. No, no, no. The woman who lived next door that was Janet Jackson's mom. Oh, that was uh, Keenan's mom in Penny's this movie. Mom. Penny's mom. Yeah, she was his mom. And the, my favorite scene from there is when uh, she's at the diner. And uh, she gets in a fight with somebody, and they intentionally put in a different actor, a Mexican yeah, actor yeah, 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 with yeah, a mustache yeah, yeah. to be her stunt double. <laughs> and <they> just, <laughs> she starts swinging punches, and not, and you clearly see him uh, as a different guy. And then he, he ends up falling, and comes back, and it's her again. And I love yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> but it, you basically uh, it was a silly one movie. of uh, you get Keenan Ivory uh, Wayans who comes back from the war. And to his hometown, and to find out his uh, his brother uh, uh, gets over gold, you know, yeah. and then it's like a thing that's going on when you yeah. wear too much well, gold, yeah, because and you back end up dying then, because of it. Because back in the eighties with the hip hop oh, and Mr. Man. T yeah. and all yeah, that man. stuff, you know, it was all about it's like too much gold. Oh, the Bismarcky always had those big chains, and there like, was so many funny repetitive <laughs> jokes in this. Like uh, every time someone saw it, someone with too much gold, they were like, "How do you go to the bathroom with all that shit?" And I guess he was Keenan Ivor Wayans started kind of interfering with Mr. Big, who's the big gangster in yeah. his kind of territory. All yeah, he was one doing all that, and his right hand, uh, his like lackeys were uh, Damon Wayans and uh, Damon Wayans and uh, Keenan, who was uh, who was famous for uh, Different World. He was in Different World. He was in yeah. uh, White Man. He was, Jump. He was yeah. the guy. Going to <laughs> it was so funny, man, in this movie too. And uh, they had that repetitive joke with them. He's like, "Yeah, two ways out of this: you out the window or down the stairs." <laughs> and they always take the stairs, and they always show him tumbling down the yeah. stairs and everything. And it's just so funny, man. Yeah. And remember, they had to uh, another great actor in this is the guy who played Kung Fu Joe from uh, American Ninja. The he's the one. Oh, really? He's yeah. the one with the medals. Uh, no, he was uh, the guy with the medals. Was uh, damn, he was a different actor. I can't remember who he was, but remember. Uh, yeah, that was that great scene where uh, uh, I we haven't even mentioned the main guy. That, uh, oh, who uh, was the girl that had all the fake body parts? Remember? Oh, she was funny too. Well, I don't know. I don't know who she was. Like, yeah. You like this ass? Implants. Well, that was remember she came up to him in the, uh, in the club bar. and she's like, you know what I'm looking for? Twelve inches, and and he's like, oh, <laughs> I can do that for you. And then they eventually get back to the house and they she's getting all hot and bothered. And he's like, I have to, I have to admit, I I, I don't really have twelve inches. He's like, yeah, well, I kind of lied about some things. Yeah, so and she takes her takes, wig off. And, yeah, and, and <laughs> takes her teeth out. Takes her butt off. Takes her, takes her, butt her leg off. She had and, one leg. <laughs> <laughs> she starts hobbling towards him and everything. So it's just super super funny, man. But uh, Bertie Casey, that's who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Who, who was famous from uh, Spies Like Us. He was the guy who trained them oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pussies. And, uh, yeah, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
he ends up getting the crew together, and that's where uh, your favorite scene with Chris Rock comes in because they they have to get Isaac Hayes, who works at the rib joint, uh, and Jim Brown, who's one of the cooks and everything. And you should talk a little about that. He was uh, he, he comes was like, in there. He he, he was kind of like, like like a crackhead, like or something. a crackhead. And he goes up and he's like, "Oh, let me see what you got. Mm, that smells good." And he's he like, "Look at the menu," and he's got they're like ribs how much your ribs he's like six dollars how much for w- one rib <laughs> yeah he's, he's like, like you what? want one you rib? want one rib yeah he's like a dollar yeah. <laughs> he's like how much is soda yeah 65 cents damn good damn. lord that's a lot how of money how much you just poured in my hand yeah <laughs> no how about i <laughs> give you how about i give you 10 cents you yeah. let me just lick <laughs> the sauce <laughs> off the rib yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he's like he's like okay one rib yeah that's one dollar and something cent and he's like like digging like he's got no money and then he reaches in his like breast pocket yeah. and pulls out like a stack of of like fifty or a hundred yeah. hundred dollar bills. I was like, you got, you got change for a hundred And that was like his only scene, man. Yeah, it was, was one it. of his first things. It was uh, that and then he did New Jack City like the next year. Yeah. So and then it just took off for him after well, that. Well and that little comedy bit right there, yeah. he he did that was that probably a lot. yeah. He I was, mean uh, he he appeared on In Living Color and did that like two oh, or three really? times yeah. because it was so popular, you know. Man, and I love In Living Color, man. If you're a fan of Living Color, you would be a fan of Absolutely, man. And I love Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans was one of my favorites in Living yeah. Color. His sketches oh, yeah, as absolutely. the homeless bum or as uh, Homie yeah. the Clown. That's a lot. David Chappelle was a lot like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's where he, really those sketch yeah. comedies really made their careers and everything. I, my favorite scene in the movie is when they decide, like, okay, we're going to go and, you know, we're going to go get them and we're going to put a stop to this and everything. And I think it might be Bernie Casey. And he's just strapping up with all these guns. Yeah. I mean, guns yeah, yeah, yeah. all over his body, you know, bullets <laughs> and everything like that. And he's ready to go, and he opens the door to walk down the stairs, and he takes the first step, and he's just got too much weight on him. And it takes him, and he tumbles down the stairs, and all the guns just start shooting him to death. Like, <laughs> as he's falling, it's just pow, 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 pow. Like, and, you know, and he's just completely dead by the time he hits the That wasn't Bernie stairs. Casey, because he, oh, he ended up living through it. Okay, I'm not all sure right. Who it was. Yeah. I know Jim Brown, too. Remember Jim Brown shoots himself or gets shot in the foot, and his uh, his big toe gets, like, the size of yeah. a football. <laughs> he's like, don't any one of you touches my bunion, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, one of my favorite lines is... Uh, the guys that follow him around with all the music, he's like, "That's my theme music. Every good hero should have." Some. <laughs> <laughs> also, the guy we didn't mention the uh, the guy who played the pimp for the Pimp of the Year awards yeah, when he goes yeah, up yeah. and he does his his like poetry thing. Oh, Bitch, forget. better have my money. Oh Bitch, yeah, better have my money. I stick my foot dead in that ass. Yeah. <laughs> remember he's got the the high level yeah. shoes. Yeah, the platform with the aquarium. And he was in jail for so long that he thought it would still be cool to right. wear his pimp outfit down yeah. the street, yeah. and everyone's making fun of. Him and oh, man, uh-huh. it's just super slapsticky. I mean, yeah. if you know in Living Color guys, and they went on to do Scary Movie, and it was all like the Scary Movie. Type I stuff love Scary Movie. I like the first couple, then they kind of went off the rails after a while, or it just got the, the the time changed after a while. By the time they get to three and four, and people yeah. were like done with those types of movies. Four then. was pretty good. I actually owned four. Yeah. Four was pretty funny. And they did the same thing with like a not another teen movie and everything. It just yeah, it just I, got I, overboard yeah. after a while, and yeah. they got like too much gross out type stuff. Where well, like, it was eh. it was around American Pie. Once yeah. American Pie did, and then everybody and that was another spoofed. one. I, I did. I liked the first they one. Probably, and after yeah, that, yeah. I they've probably done so many of those. I don't even know what number. But the eighties, the eighties were big for these types of movies, man. And, yeah, and then it, it was went meatballs on, in the eighties, uh, early eighties, I think, or late seventies. I think it was seventy nine. I think it was like yeah, because I think we no. And then Hot Shots started in like nineties, and it had like. 
when we do nineties comedy, hot shots, loaded weapon, hot shots too, loaded weapon, loaded weapon, naked gun. Yeah, we could do a whole bunch of. We could do a slapstick. Oh yeah, well then stop talking right now. We're giving previews. All right, Justin, what you got for number four? All right, well I'll tell you one thing. That's not a knife. Oh, That's a knife. That was a knife. <laughs> you didn't do the accent. You got to do no. the accent, man. Come on, you well, do. We'll give you another shot. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not a knife. See? That's a knife. Yeah. Nice. Why nice. did you do that first? <laughs> very first movie by... Uh, that talk about somebody that... Oh, and it was a phenomenon when it yeah. hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Him and Linda, fucking... Linda Kozlowski, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Neither of them had done anything. And, you know, I watched this recently, and I completely forgot that the first 45 minutes were in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what, thinking thinking before I rewatched it, I assumed that maybe 20 minutes were in Australia and the rest of it was in the city. It right. was literally like half and half. Yeah, no, because... Well, well I then guess she goes back. Oh, number two. Yeah, number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, not number one. No, number I'm going to get a bunch confused then. That's yeah. okay. No, number two, they played a and lot. I, and At I've, nauseum, they played number two. Number two is the one than. where... He's hiding in the field at the end, and he dresses up with the other guy's right. clothes oh, so yeah. that his friend yep. shoots. Yeah. The, that's luckily, two, right? Luckily, yeah. Walt's a terrible shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I have my favorite line. What's a, what's a dunk? Dunk. Yeah. Yeah. dunk. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a gun? I don't need I a gun. I've got a dunk. I've got a dunk. It has that really funny <laughs> yeah. Aborigine guy, who they used mm. in the first one yeah, a little yeah. bit. But, um, uh, David Gulpil yeah, or something. They, it really was like, uh, well, they talk about it, but it's a little... It's a perfect fish out of water story, you know? I mean, it really was, which is always popular, you know? And it was something that he championed, Paul Hogan championed, and he stayed pretty relevant to... Well, hell, like, they're about to make another one. Uh, no, no. That was a fake... Well, they are doing something else now. They too. might be, but, but they, that really that whole was... thing was a fake? It yeah. Was, it, it was, was a, a promotion. It was a promotion for, for tourism. Australia Tourism. The one with Danny McBride and like, uh, Thor. I know. They really should... If, I wanted it to be so popular. Boo. Yeah, well, I was yeah, hoping that it would be it, so popular that It took that they me did it. three times watching it. Yeah. I think you even sent me a link saying, yeah. look what they're making. Right, yeah, because it, it was Danny McGuire. Well, yeah, like three fooled. times, and it was brilliant. Oh. I think it's brilliant. I, I, I think they still should like, do it. Yeah, I think they right still now. should do it. Because it would <laughs> if be you funny. could flip this table, I'll, I'll let you do it just but, to watch out now. But I did hear that they are doing something with Paul Hogan. If you look up his credits in the upcoming movies, it does say something with Crocodile Dundee, like an origin. <coughs> nice. Like so, but he went on to do. Remember, he did Almost an Angel. I liked and he that did movie that, too. That Western one, Lightning Jack with. Uh, oh Lightning yeah, Jack with, uh, that was good. With Cuba Gunning Jr. Yeah. Was, uh, oh my gosh. In it, and it, it had he had his moment, but I then he disappeared. I forgot about that movie. That was good. He, he's uh, like he's still like. I, there was one comedian, and he's like, yeah. Someone was like, fuck Paul Hogan. He's like, what? He's a national treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't say that in Australia, man. And uh, Linda Kozlowski loved him so much that uh, remember Paul Hogan got famous and it got to his head and he left his wife for her. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, and it was a big scandal back in the day. That, that's back in the day. Nowadays, that, was, that was the yeah. level of a Nowadays, scandal. Nowadays, right. <laughs> that's now, the news story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. like, oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But he was married. They got married in 84 and they got divorced in like 2014 and they had like a kid together. So they were together for a long, long time. 30 years. Yeah, wow. So, and, but it was interesting that they had never done anything. So yeah, tell us a little bit of Crocodile Dundee here. So, uh, um, it basically takes place in the outback in Australia, and uh, what is it, Linda Kozlowski? Yeah, I think that's yeah. Nice, I can't remember her character name. Oh, um, that's a good. It's not question. Kate. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. I'm sorry. Um, well, she's a reporter from New York, mm-hmm. and she's come down because people have heard stories about the Crocodile Man, mm-hmm. and 
you know, the first interaction she has, she goes to the local pub there. Meets Wally. Meets Wally, meets Don. Who died like t- a year after number two. Did he really? Yeah, I he didn't had, know that. Like, I saw on the of the liver, I think. So he must have been a Yeah. <laughs> I saw on his like character image on, you know, the IMDb that like it's an old black and white photo. So I yeah, figured yeah, he yeah. probably wasn't around anymore. But uh, she comes into the bar and uh, they're having a drinking game and Donk is betting. <laughs> he, I guess he bets a beer that, you know, he can keep a beer on top of his head and somebody can punch him in the stomach as hard as they Big can. Guy, man, oh, he's donk, huge, man. dude. He looks like the real deal. Like he should have been a wrestler. Like a rugby already. player. Yeah, yeah. You know? Probably like, was. Yeah. I think he probably was. Yeah. Um we're going to go on there and say it was. Yeah. <laughs> he did something. Yeah. That's where I'm going. And he's got his little squirrely friend who I'm sorry I don't have his oh, name yeah, yeah, offhand, yeah. you know. But, yeah. But the game. <laughs> they were great. Yeah. But the game is. Who got is, big in the second one, you know. Yeah. Those, yeah. those characters yep. from the first it was, one. It was yeah. when they reappeared in the yeah, second one. It was, it was so like, oh, that's great. I love the second one. Second one it wasn't was as good. good as the first one, but But, but it was it. good. It was very watchable the, I love when they raid the castle, raid the thing, and rock. You know, is his buddy who's trying yeah. to be so cool all the mm-hmm. time, you know? Oh, man. It's cool. It's cool. It's I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going cool. number two again. Yeah. Mm. For a while there, I got sick of it because they never they played, played number one. I know. Always yeah. played number two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the game is, you know, punch Dom in the stomach, knock the beer off, and I guess you win whatever the yeah. bet is. So, you know, she's just looking at local culture at the moment, and then, you know, they do that game, and then all of a sudden somebody comes in with, like, a stuffed probably 11, 12 foot, you know, crocodile and he's dancing with it and everything like that. And so that's your introduction to crocodile (laughs) Dundee, Dundee. Mick Dundee, you know, (laughs) and there's all these legends and stories about the things that he's done. You know, I love the waitress. He's like, that story keeps getting better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every time Walt tells (laughs) these stories, that's the way it is though. Because I heard, I think at those stories, you heard that he lost his leg or something. Yeah. He like lifts it up. He's like a scar. It's a nasty scar, but it's certainly a little shy of losing (laughs) your leg. I think years allow because Maria caught a shark when we were out and it was big mm. but every but it's been a few years and I think I, I think I add a foot every, <laughs> every year, time yeah. every time I tell the story yeah. it, it was probably four feet which yeah. is a lot Oh, bigger than you used to looking at. Absolutely. But I was like, ah, it was five feet. Yeah. And maybe I just, seven. I think I told it last week and said six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, basically what I think is is Walt and and uh, Crocodile Dundee, they have this kind of tourism thing. Yeah, like thing, a tourism thing. You know, and so uh, so that's basically how it goes. And, and they, they're going to be taking a tour of the bush. Yeah, and it, it, a lot of the memorable stuff is actually not until they get to New York, but that stuff in the uh, Outback is oh, is really great yeah. because it's it kind of they they get that relationship together and everything, and it has that great scene where Oop. she's like uh, uh, filling where, the water. Where she gets angry at yeah, she yeah. gets angry yeah. and she goes off on yeah. her own to prove a them, Sheila. Yeah, she can prove that I'm uh, not she just can a Sheila. It, that she can do it herself, but he's smartly following her because yeah. she, she he knows how dangerous. Oh my god, is. dude! Could you and, imagine just walking around randomly yeah. in the Outback? I did. I now. Answer me this truthfully. You've have you ever tried that trick he did with the ox? Because <laughs> I tried with I, my donkey. It does not work. Yeah, I've tried it. I've tried it. I've tried <laughs> it with other animals. You're supposed to fall down, right? Yeah. Um, we're, 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 no, we're yeah, going to the water, and she she takes off her dress. She's got that. Uh, she's they got that uh, little hot little outfit on that she's wearing. Like I don't know why they put that in there. Yeah. But, I mean, Would you go in a, in water in the oh, outback? God. Oh my Ever? god. No. What is she filling up? Go her, near what is she filling canteen. up the canteen? You're not going to drink it you with can't the canteen that. around yeah. her neck. Yeah. I mean, you're not stupid enough to. Drink but I wouldn't that even water. go down near the water. Yeah. yeah. No, like not, not in the water. Right. 
that sucker comes out and, and grabs I mean, that thing. Yeah. I'm sure it was fake. Oh, a certain yeah. shot of it, maybe part of it was real when she wasn't on camera. It was realistic camera. looking. Yeah. You know. But he jumped into that scene and Stabbed buried it, in the it head. twisted that knife mm-hmm. on her. And man, she, yep. she was a believer then. Yeah. <laughs> now was, and again, we're getting, I might be getting it confused, but wasn't that the croc that he used later on to pull, I guess that was number two. When he was taking away the guys that were hunting him, and eventually yeah, 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 yeah. he he snuck yeah. up on one with the God, croc. I, need to watch number two I know, dude. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so then you know that happens, and they form a relationship, yeah. and and she's dating an asshole who's the same guy from uh, Desperately Seeking Susan, mm-hmm. yeah, who, who's trying to look for Susan through the whole thing. Yeah, uh-huh. he's just a stuffy. Yeah, he's just a stuffy guy. You you right. you knew immediately that she's gonna fall in love with. Uh, yeah, with I Crocodile. just remember now his name is Richard in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard. Yeah. Um, and so you know she says, "Listen, come back to New York yeah. with me, and see that's the where sights." The starts, you know, man. yeah. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I love where he goes out with Richie, the uh, the cab driver. Be oh, oh. wait, yeah, wait. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I remember Takes that. Takes him to yeah. the bar and he meets the the transsexual at the bar and right. grabs grabs him, grabs him, grabs him, grabs him. <laughs> <laughs> Or he punches the pimp who's uh who's out there when he's talking to the prostitute. Right. The They're side. like, "We read about you in the newspaper." <laughs> yeah. You're the crocodile guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the in the classic most iconic oh, yeah? scene ever. Yeah. yeah. Is and you know how many of those knives were sold? Uh. Oh After yeah, this movie at flea it's markets the whole across reason, this country. Yeah, it's the whole reason I know what a Bowie knife is. You can go to Waldo Flea Market next weekend yeah. and see three different people selling that knife. And absolutely. that line was said by everybody back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. fucking said still. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Day. Yeah. yeah, not even about knives now. Oh, that's a fishing pole. This is a fishing yeah. Pole. My, <laughs> my first time that I uh, was introduced to a bidet. Uh, oh, oh yeah! Out from the top floor, he's like, "It's to wash your backside." Yeah. <laughs> I still have questions about that. Yeah. Where you, is there an air dry? Yeah. Yeah. You have have an air dryer. sit there until you drip I dry. Don't, or? I don't know. I've never used one. Uh, you forget too that the uh, the limo driver in this was uh, was Reginald Bell Johnson. Oh from, yeah, uh, from Die Hard. You yeah, know, uh, the black cop and from Family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. he breaks the antenna yeah. off the uh, Which thing. It's weird. I always thought, why was that not done by the Australian guy with the boomerang? You right. Know? Because yeah. he uses it as a boomerang. I always thought maybe it was written for. Uh, Crocodile Dundee to do and they they allowed uh, Reginald to be the actor to do it instead uh-huh. because it didn't make sense that he would be able to do it instead well, but, of the guy who's but it was famous the, for boomerang. Right, but it made the joke because yeah. he threw it and then he's like, you sure you don't have any aborigine in you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, they're walking along at night and they come to this area and these like three or four guys walk up on them dressed in their Michael Jackson leather jackets. <laughs> and uh, you really know. Really did date it. Yeah, you know, oh, and yeah, he, yeah. he pulls out the switchblade and he's like, give me your wallet you know and he just stands and laughs at him and and she says you know give him your wallet mick he's got a knife and he just smiles at him and he says the angle they use yeah exactly and he he just very slowly and calmly reaches back yeah. behind his jacket and he says that's not a knife and he pulls out this <laughs> giant buoy knife and he goes that's a knife and just zoros yeah. the dude's jacket you know and just scares the shit out of those guys and they take off everyone like, out there try to get through customs with that knife now <laughs> <laughs> see, see how that works for hey, you that's mcdundee well <laughs> hell it was the 80s, the 80s he, he probably could have just put it in a suitcase at i that also time. uh love the scene at the party uh where he takes the guy's cocaine and he yeah he's like you just dumped out 300 yeah oh my god and he doesn't know what it is and he's like why would you do that and he says you know to 
get a buzz. He's oh, kind of like putting a blowfly. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's just such a fun movie. Like I said, and they both were. They, they both were really good. Yeah. You know? As first time actors coming in there, yeah. I mean, they held this movie. Those two guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, or yeah. two gr- the guy and the girl, man. Yeah. You know and. They went on to do almost an angel together uh, oh, really? because they were already dating, and I think had started a relationship by that time. And uh, he, he was oh, he record. was a really great yeah. character where you would just go see a movie if he was in it. Yeah, and then he yeah. just disappeared yeah. all like he just that, took man. all his money and said, yeah. "I'm going back." Well, to the, and you know, they Australia did, and sell used cars for millions of dollars. <laughs> they did make a Crocodile Dundee three. Did oh, they? did they? Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah, that's, yeah, something in the city. Or he something. was in L.A. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He was, he was, I don't think was, I even saw it. I saw it. He was. Well, yes, uh, he was fighting gangs and shit. No, no. <laughs> he ended up because of everything that happened to him. He ended up like working in L.A. on like movie studios, oh. working with animals oh, because of how huh. he could do that. Um, and it was for like kind of. <laughs> it doesn't of a, sound terrible, right? Yeah. Um, and it <laughs> wasn't bad. You saw it. It wasn't terrible. You know, what I, mean, I mean, it wasn't like, obviously what you wanted it to be. But no, no. But it, you know, it was like, oh, I, okay, I could see one more installment in this. And it turns out like the there's like a drug deal. It's a B movie studio, yeah. so it turns out it's kind of like a front for a uh, you know for a, a, a drug dealer or something like oh, that. Interesting. Um, you know, it's yeah. not bad. Well, hopefully they will come out mm. with our Danny McBride, uh, Chris Helmsworth version. God, that'd be great, man. Just, man, everyone loved those commercials, man. And you, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why you keep saying that? Man? <laughs> See, and they could just call it like the Crocodile Brothers or something like oh, that, man. you know. <laughs> Yeah. Stuff, great movie, great. I fun. remember, I remember renting at the video store. I well, there was a video store in my local town called Video Junction, and there was a really nice woman who worked there. And I would come in there almost every day to rent videos, and uh, she would uh, she would put me to work there and have me put videos back for her for uh, free videos or, uh, and for she free would, rental for free rentals. And that was one of the things she's like, just just came in. You you would yeah. probably really like it. It's the Crocodile Dundee movie. Have you heard about it? And I said, yeah. yeah, I've heard about. It. I've never uh, seen it. So you should take this. So that's how I got it nice. for the first time. And then weird enough, I was actually uh, one of my friends invited his friend with him to come over to our house and play video games. And I end up uh, mentioning her. I was like, oh, I I wish Video Junction rented videos because I, there's a woman there that rents uh, videos to me for free and she's super sweet and it turned out to be that kid's mom. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I, th- I was like, that's crazy. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. He should have br- brought over more movies. I know. <laughs> the other thing that I actually really love about this movie, and I know that people listening can't see, but maybe we'll put the it cover, up on man. yeah the, yeah. the cover Where photo. He's, he's pushing the skyscrapers out of the way. Yeah. yeah. It really is a fun, fun <laughs> it, it's, it's really good. I had, I think I had the poster at one time. You probably did. Yeah. All right, what do you got there, Dave? So, I got a movie here. <laughs> We're all on board, though. I'm ready. One of Justin's favorite actors. Also has a reverse mugging scene like, like Paul Hogan does. It also has someone getting shot in the foot like you're... Oh, oh and so. Feds has the reverse scene where they get mugged, too. What so the hell, man? What do we got? Deal of the Century. Ah, I love Deal of the Century. I don't think Justin's seen it. Oh, you haven't seen this? No. Oh, my no. God. To, for you to be such a yeah, you fan, love you have to go get this movie. I think, I if think you, you were going to come over there, I know you'd end up busy and stuff, but mm-hmm. if you had come over there, this is a movie I would have watched with you, and I'll still uh, watch it with you sometime when you come over, because yeah. it, it's phenomenal. Tell us the cast. Chevy Chase, Gregory Hines. Sigourney. The, Sigourney Weaver. Wal Sean, um, who is really And then a bunch of character actors. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Princess Bride. And I think uh, the uh, director was uh, William Freakin. The director oh, was it of Freakin? the William, nice. the director of The Exorcist yeah. and French Connection. Oh, wow. and just it was a comedy, but it was some serious. It, it was type, a dark comedy. Uh, dark comedies about arms dealers, which which yeah. got popular recent. You know, with the uh, 
was it War Dogs? And then there's the Nicolas Cage one that uh, where he was a uh, EMT. Was That's right. What was the one with him? Uh, with Jared Leto was in it too. When they sold the weapons it. to the enemy or something. It, it's always kind of a popular for some weird reason subject. Was Air America about that or was it sort of? I mean, that kind of was was the deal. But go ahead, tell us a little bit about Dealson. So there, he is uh, Gregory Hines is like a retired Air Force pilot. I yeah. think. and. Um, Chevy Chase's character is like a like a black market yeah gun salesman. Like, I don't give like, a fuck. So, I mean, he's not he's start not your doing revo- it start your revolution yeah. with me. You know? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will sell you. Yeah, <laughs> you've you've had a long day yeah. of being a, a, a gorilla in the. You smell like you do right now. <laughs> yeah. he, classic Chevy Chase stuff. Yes, yeah, just man. a bunch of monologues. I, they probably do. They probably do some uh, narrative narr- narration. He does. He does. He does yeah. voiceover. On he it. almost does that in all. Of he does. He's really good at that. He's People really realize shortly on so that, uh, if he can. Do one of my well. favorite scenes in the entire movie, and this is probably your favorite scene too. With Wallace. Is, yeah, he walks by it, and the guy from Princess Bride. You know the guy who was uh, testing the poisons with him. Yeah, he's also inconceivable. Yeah, many people listening will probably know him as the voice of the Transformers Rex from Toy Story. Oh yeah, 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 he's really, really great actor. He's so good at that. Yeah, Yeah. he was on the Cosby Show too. So he's like despondent in his room, and I guess they live in a tenement house. Yeah, he walks by. Chevy Chase walks by his room, sees that he's kind of freaking out. I guess he's he's waiting for a phone call. He's in arms. A big business arms dealer, like what Chevy would wish he would could wish be. he could be. He's, like, he's like, I got a three hundred million contract for this. Which almost was the first drone. Yeah, really. it was like a stealth plane. It was drone a drone that, that was had controlled a bunch of by a. Yeah, like you by, said, it was controlled by a couple people. Yeah, in like on the a, ground in like a in, in like a little a, tiny uh, yeah, like trailer. Or trailer, something. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes in. <laughs> Don't they, wash it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wash it. Remember they yeah, washed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'll tell you about that later. But go ahead. And it's and he's freaking out. He's like, they haven't called. It's been six weeks since I pitched the idea to him, and they only call once, and I can't leave the room. He's like fanatic. I can't leave the room. And Trevor Chase is like talking him down from the ledge. He's like, oh, you're going to make the sale, man, and then everything's going to be great. You're going to be rich. Your wife's going to want to come back to you, and all your peers are going to say how great you are. He's like, yeah, man, thanks a lot. And he was waving a gun at the beginning, I should say that. Uh (laughs) And so he took the gun. He took all the bullets with him. Chevy did. Chevy did. Uh And Chevy went back to his room, and Chevy like sits on the bed. And then all of a sudden you hear, boom! Oh, no. And he goes back in and he shot himself in the head. Well, and then like 14 seconds after he like shot himself in the head, the phone oh, rings. Oh, and Chevy Chase is like looking at the contract. He's got the contract right there. a photo right there. Of, the, of the stealth thing. He's like, and then he answers the phone. Oh, my God. And then he's my associate. And then the whole yeah. movie is just him and, and he has to enlist Gregory Hines. Oh, and Sigourney because Sigourney, Sigourney was Wallace Shawn's wife. So oh, she's, right. she that's knows right. that Chevy right. kind of stole this deal. But uh-huh. she's like, I'll let you be in on this because I need you. But you're going to cut me in on this deal yeah. too. Now, isn't this the one She shoots where... him in the foot. Yeah, uh-huh. she shoots him in the foot. <laughs> but Gregory Hines comes in. She's like, oh, the shot in the foot. This is too kinky for me. He put a cork. Yeah, yeah. Because he had a cast and she shot through a cast into his foot. Yeah. And the blood just starts pouring yeah. out. So he just plugs Corked it with, it, plugs plugs it with a cord. Yeah. And then just moves on. Jesus. <laughs> now, isn't this the one that you were telling me about where uh, Gregory Hines oh, yeah. with has the flamethrower? Flame yeah. Yeah. That was the best <laughs> scene of the movie, man. The best scene of the movie. You want to tell it? Yeah, I'll I can, tell, I can okay. tell it if you'd like. Uh, it's really great. Uh, so Gregory Hines, 
it's kind of very inconvenient for Chevy Chase because he found God since the last time he dealt That's with right. him. So That's he's, right. So he's a born-again Christian, and he kind of is conflicted with doing all this, but he's really nice to people and everything, but he still is really great friends with Chevy Chase, and he goes to this... Uh, this low-level weapons dealer who they get a lot of stuff from, and he picks up a flamethrower earlier in the movie, and he throws it in his back, uh, in his trunk. And he gets, he ends up getting in this fender bender with these, with a couple, uh, this uh, Hispanic couple who are in the middle of an argument with each other. Mm-hmm. And so the, their blood's already kind of really hot. And they kind of back up into each other. Really mild, like, uh, fender bender. Yeah. And he gets out of the car and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry and everything. And the guy's immediately hostile. He's like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Yeah. Hey, fuck my car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he starts kicking uh, Gregory Hines' car. He said, man, you don't have to do that. It's cool. It's cool. You don't have to deal, deal right. with that. And he, he's, uh, he, and then the guy gets like really off out of control and he takes like a, uh, uh, tire what do you call it? Tire iron. He yeah. starts well, going first nuts. He takes the switchblade out. Yeah, he takes the switchblade uh, and, and puts it through the tire of Gregory yeah. Hines' oh, Porsche. His Porsche. Oh, yeah, Porsche 944. Oh, and then that. he starts wailing on it. This uh, guy goes off. Breaking all the, the windows. Breaking the windows, get, breaking the headlights. They, and then you could see it. They, they have did a great one shot. Scene. Yeah. They do a great shot. Uh, uh, Freakin's really good at this type of stuff too, where you could see, uh, Gregory Hines like losing it, yeah, like but on he, camera. But he right. says you just see it from the shot, yeah, yeah. in his facial muscles. He's kind of sweating. He's yeah. he's twitching, and then he casually goes to the yep. back, uh, while back of the car. The car while the guy's still while the guy's beating on, still beating on the yeah, but the girl's going. The girl's kind of seeing it. She's she's like <laughs> she's like chill out, man, chill out. This yeah. is not going well. And then the trunk opens, and he, he uh, you see the uh, flamethrower. You see the flamethrower next to the Bible, and he just takes <laughs> next the, to the yeah. Bible. He That's so fucking And then he like take off. He's like, where you going, man? He's like, yeah. the guy that he got in the fender bender yeah. driving one of those nice firebirds mo- with, yeah. the, with, oh, the, yeah. with the great flame on the front. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to give your car a little touch-up, man. And just, oh, oh, yeah. You got a nice flame job. I'm just oh, going to give it a little touch-up. Just a little touch-up. Touch and he oh. just keeps saying it. And they really they used to be our favorite up, line back when oh, they yeah. were kids. Just give it a little touch-up. Give me a little touch-up. Really amazing scene, man. Can you imagine how much fun that oh, scene would be oh. to just take a tire iron to a Porsche and then take a flamethrower to a, a fucking firebird. Yeah. Oh. Well, what's great is it's the, like my uh, wet dream right there. <laughs> there's a, there's if there's a, any, if there's any arson, <laughs> car arson fires in Gainesville, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll keep, I'll keep it low for a little bit. <laughs> when it reaches three, then you're I'm turning you in. A fourth car has just been. Hey, some people just want to see the world burn, what, man. What's great about this is the uh, the stealth fighter didn't work really well. No, uh-huh. and the, they. They do it with a, at the beginning. They do it to the, like the air show and everything, and yeah. that's where I talked about. They uh, it kept having bugs on it, and it starts firing on like the crowds and everything. And they that's pretty much the, game over though. When yeah, you're the guy goes in the trailer. He's like, "What's going on?" He says, "Well, we washed it yesterday because it was dirty." He's like, "What do you mean you washed it?" He said, "It might have been too many too much water in the mechanics and everything." <sighs> and the guy's going off and crazy. But remember, at the very end, Gregory, oh, yeah. Gregory Hines like full. He kind of half loses it with the uh, flamethrower, but at the end, he fully loses it. Yeah. Oh, wow. He steals a plane. He steals like the, a mid at the major jet, air show. At an air show. Oh, they're, while they're demonstrating this thing, and they, they have a dogfight. Yeah, and then he, he has to like uh, shoot it down. Shoot it down, and he's going to take out the entire air show. So Chevy has to go on the uh, 
on the like radio yeah. and try to talk. It got dark. It got dark. It always was dark. Yeah, but it, it just kept the big line from uh, from the new stealth fighter was that it was state of the art. Yeah, and I love the line at the end because Gregory Hine ends up blowing the drone out of the sky with his fighter jet, and he's like, "State of the art, my ass." Yeah, <laughs> really, really fun, man. It's one of those mm. random ones that most random people Sigourney who are, Weaver too. Yeah, like random Sigourney Weaver, random Chevy Chase. Most people who are huge Chevy Chase fans still haven't seen this. Movie. Yeah, no, I mean, you're a good example. Yeah. You've seen probably eighty percent of his Chevy movies. Chase. Right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. He was, so your, funny favorite. Farm, right? He was your favorite. Favorite actor on the co- exactly. Have yeah. you seen Funny Farm? Have I seen Funny well, Farm? See? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've seen Funny Farm, and this was yeah. arguably a better movie. Yeah. Oh no, it's I need to check it out. It's a better. Movie. It, it is good. It was really good. It was Funny Farm was good rate. too. But when you think minor Chevy Chase, maybe Oh Heavenly Dog and uh, Sometimes Century, Under uh, the Rainbow, or the one, Under the Rainbow is it what it is. Sometimes, what's that? Oh, oh, it seems like old times. Seems like old times. That's, that's my Chicken favorite. pepperoni. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> the the uh, doggies, bitty gringos into pieces. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one that if you're a Chevy Chase fan, you oh search out Seems Like Old Times. That's such They had him rob a bank. Oh, that yeah. movie was just ah, great. So great. We'll go into that on yeah, I'm one, getting ready to go off on that. All right. So my number four here, and this was another one, uh, 1989 classic movie that maybe a lot of people haven't seen. My Aunt uh, Cheryl, this was one of her favorites, but it had a great all-star cast, was 1989's The Dream Team. Oh, oh yes. This had uh, Michael Keaton, same year he did Batman. Mm-hmm. You've got Christopher Lloyd, same year that he did Back to the Future 2. Uh, you've got Peter Boyle, who's obviously Peter famous, Boyle. For, obviously famous taxi. for uh, Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Uh, By the way, you always do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got us. Wasn't Robin De Niro driving a taxi next to <laughs> Elaine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously from Everybody Loves Raymond. And uh, you got Stephen First, who plays that mousy guy from Animal House. Okay. Yes, uh, that's uh, played uh, Flounder from yeah. Animal House. Really yeah. good. And they're all mental patients in a mental institute in Trenton, New Jersey. And and you they, know what the you know what it's called? Uh, Trenton, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. I, I am, I'm it's sorry like the for people who are Trenton, from New Trenton. Jersey. They're all in a, it's, in a, it's a mental facility. Is what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trenton, New Jersey is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trent. Uh, I'll add canned laughter, and it'll be cool. <laughs> uh, the uh so the, the premise was easy you know they they've all got their like quirks uh peter boyle thinks he's jesus christ that's right and yes. he's constantly taking his clothes off yes and you've got christopher lloyd and i love the start of the movie where christopher lloyd is going with each room oh, yeah, with, yeah, his, with yeah. his uh medical yes, yes. absolutely and, the doctor. And, and you, you think, think he's, he's a doctor, the doctor. Absolutely. He's yeah. doctor. Yeah. and, and yeah. after a while you realize oh he's a mental patient yeah uh, you've got uh uh, Michael Keaton, who's got anger issues, and he just flips out over anything. And you've got Stephen Burst, who can't really speak unless he's speaking in uh, baseball metaphors. Right. He will always use baseball metaphors That's to get his point good across. That's a pretty good idea in yeah. a script character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in, how the hell would you think of that? Yeah. And you see him in group and everything, and then their doctor, who uh, who's a famous character actor who's done several things, yeah. uh, decides that, hey, we're going to take you guys into New York, and we're going to take you to a baseball game. And pretty simple, they go into New York, and every time I hear that hit the road, Jack, I think, yes. of, I think of this yeah. movie, where <laughs> they're singing it together, and you got Peter Boyle at the, in the back who goes off on the solo. Yeah. Boy, it's really fun. <laughs> and at some point, they have to stop because uh, Stephen Verse's character needs to go to the bathroom. Right. And uh, the, the doctor takes him into the the alley uh to take a piss and while he's in the alley uh 
he turns around and Stephen First ends up going a little further in the alley and goes into one of the doors and he sees James Remar, who's notoriously a, uh, a shady asshole character. He also played Dexter's dad and uh, Dexter, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was the bad guy in Forty Eight Hours mm-hmm. and uh, several things. I'm sure if you pull him up, and also the guy with him is. Uh, He's a famous guy who always plays a cop or a lawyer. You'd also recognize him. Uh, he was the bus driver from Quick Change. Behind the line. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Exact change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exact change. You got exact change. Oh, my God. You're becoming Ralph Cranham's evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> but So Stephen first accidentally goes into the room, and he witnesses James Remar and this other guy kill another, another cop. Uh-huh. Uh, in there, and so uh, they get out, and uh, Stephen First immediately uh, hides. But the doctor uh, gets away and uh, gets hit on the head, and somebody from an above uh, window witnesses it, and uh, those two cops just flee. Right. They realize that they have to kind of uh, get the doctor, and uh, he's got like he's in the hospital in like a coma, so they right. don't have to worry about him at at a certain point. They're going to have to worry about him because they know that they're he's going to finger them and everything. Yeah. Uh, but even more importantly. Uh, the other guys are like in the yeah. in the van, and it yeah. gets to be like nighttime before they leave <laughs> yeah. the van. And they're like, "I don't think this is gonna happen." Yeah. And I don't know. And they're trying to get the guy to tell him, "Where's the doctor?" And he can only, he's like, "Bad play, bad play." Yeah, or, that's or, right. Yeah, all these baseball metaphors. So yeah. they end up splitting up at some point, and they go to different parts of the city, and that's where it kind of gets fun. You get yeah. Peter Boyle goes into that really great Pentecostal uh, black church and everything, and he he ends up going up on stage, and I have seen the light. Yeah, he ends up taking all his clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got Christopher Lloyd's character who's who's also got OCD problems and he's constantly picking up trash on the streets and I'm going to put you in my report. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Keaton goes and sees his ex-girlfriend who is played by uh, Lorraine Bracco. Like he's not, huh. he's kind of like not crazy. <laughs> right. He yeah. just got he just major got some... anger problems and everything and uh, then they, it's just the fun antics they get into and then they have to realize that they have to sneak in and uh, rescue the uh, the doctor. Remember at some point they end up uh, the doctors end up finding uh, them and uh, one of them grabs the gun from one of the other ones and they uh, switch clothes with the uh, the actual doctors and the uh, and the security guard, and they have them institutionalized. Oh while, yeah, that's they right. go into the hospital to uh, to rescue the doctor. And James <laughs> yeah. James Remar and the other guy are there, and so they have to kind of like take out those two guys. And it's just a fun, fun. Movie. Oh yeah, well, and they end up going to the the whole thing was they were going to the baseball yeah. game. Remember, so and doesn't Michael Keaton have to go and collect everybody and go? Like, they they find the people, they find the cops that, yeah. uh, don't they? Yeah, well, at the end, they uh, when they rescue the doctor, remember Lorraine Bracco's got him in the wheelchair, and they're, they're trying to race him out of the hospital yeah. and everything. And it, and it comes right down to James Remar holding a gun, like, on the guy, and then uh, uh, Michael Keaton's got a gun on him, and he's like, I'll shoot her. He says, go ahead, I got a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, then he makes James Remar kind of, like, drops down and releases his gun, and uh, then I don't think they ever end up going to the baseball game where they talk about going to it or something i think they oh. might end with them saying that they're going to go to it and everything but oh okay it was just a fun fun kind of low-key movie yeah it was it was it, it was, was a really lot good. of fun it was just to see these great actors like at the prime of their game man yeah <laughs> like what was it the disorderlies yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> a little bit higher caliber yeah. <laughs> what? What come on the fat boys man. About batman man <laughs> 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 Were you about to beatbox? <laughs> oh, that was great. 
<laughs> there you go. I used to do that. I used to do that so much, and I have no idea why. Because yeah. I was, was never fun. into that music, yeah, but I just knew. Beatboxed. I was able to do it, so yeah. I was like, I "It's fun." It. You know, someone asks you for a beat sometimes instead of going. I break out in beatboxing. All right, man. What you got for your number three? All right, number three, and this was a split between two. It's Outrageous Fortune. Oh, nice. nice. But I was going to go with the other one with Lily Tomlin uh, and Big Bette Business. Miller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, yeah you know, Two and, great like uh, Bette Midler movies. Yeah. 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 I like this one arguably better. You must better. like Bette Midler because didn't you have... I uh, Bette Midler, man. I had Ruthless People. You had Ruthless People. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I and, mean, I like... And I mentioned movie. this movie when he yeah. had that on there, you know. The, um, what I like about this one is it's got Bette Midler being crass. And I yeah. love her being crass. Yeah. But you also got Shelley Long, who is always a staple of the 80s and so great. I loved her in Money Pit. Well, and you know, and I actually just saw something. Um, this was the only movie they ever did. Bette Midler did not like working with Shelley Long really? at all. She really? said on Oprah, she huh. said that she would probably never work with That's her again. That's interesting. Really? really? Yeah. I wonder, because I believe Bette Midler, if she said something, I believe her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I follow her on Twitter. She's hilarious. Because yeah. she's a pretty genuine person. Yeah, right? absolutely. She's so anti-Trump. Right and I mean, to say that shit on Oprah? I bet yeah. if, like, I that's, that's, I'm going to have to ghoul that. Yeah, you really don't want to burn somebody... And, well, and she followed actor. it up. She followed it up, you know, because she realized, like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know, and she was like, well, I guess if the right script came <laughs> along, you know. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, she was, Sally Long was huge back in the day. I mean, like I said, Money Pit or Hello Again or uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah, I love Troop she Beverly Hills. Great, I, that's going to be on a 90s comedy yeah, list they, for They me, were for all sure. really, really uh, funny. But why don't you tell us the premise of Outrageous Fortune? So, um, Shelley Long, Bette Midler, Kind Peter Coyote, right? Yeah, Peter yeah, Coyote. He's, he's yeah, the bad guy. or mm-hmm. or like the guy that they were. Uh, they were both. Of, they were both dating. Yeah, they were both dating him, and that's what you know. Once they kind of realize that, that's when things kind of go awry. They they meet up um, at like. Shelley Long is at an audition for a prestigious acting program. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from this, they were like, where Bette Midler's not an actress, but they were like, wait, acting is just bullshitting and getting paid for it? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> That's, she pretty much nailed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. I love that line. Yeah. Um, and so Shelley Long is there, and she is like this, you know, very proper, you know, actress. She takes yeah. her thing. She's a ballet Shakes- dancer, yeah, too. a ballet dancer. Yeah. She's um, she's very almost Shakespearean, yeah. you know, especially at this interview. And you know, Bette Midler's just like typical New Yorker, yeah. like yeah, fuck you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so Bette Midler comes in there. I don't remember exactly why she's there. She's not there to audition. No, she's, no. she just happens to walk into yeah. this. And basically, the two of them get into an argument, mm-hmm. and. Bette Midler gets an audition and passes the audition and lies her way into this, you know, into this program and Shelley Long gets accepted too. But like, you know, so they already have this terrible relationship. It's classic like uh, water and oil. Yeah, like like total cat fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are complete opposites. Maybe that's which is why, what's great about it. Maybe that's why they got cast because they knew they wouldn't get along. Yeah, maybe, I get the impression maybe. that they were probably both like that character in real life. Exactly. That, that's yeah. at least kind of what you would think because when you see Shelley Long, that is kind of who she usually plays. Yeah. And same with Bette Midler. Bette right. Midler was always playing that uh, kiss my ass type, yeah. of, type of person. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they start to have this hate, hate relationship. Um, oh, I've had those before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those never end well. And uh, Peter Coyote 
he dies. I don't remember <coughs> if it's it's in a fire or yeah, it's like mysteriously dies or something like that. Right. I remember the morgue scene. There's only a couple scenes I remember, but I remember the morgue scene where they realize why they it's not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they Shelley Long gets there first, and I think so. Yeah, Shelley yeah. Long gets there first, and she's in there crying about it. And Bette Midler walks into the room, and she, you know, Shelley Long says, "Do you mind? I'm I'm mourning here, yeah. you know." And they find out that they're both dating the same guy. And they get into a scuffle, and the sheet falls yeah. off of his body. And, and they both kind of look at his midsection. And they look very confused because, like, it's not as large as his was, you know? And like, then they realize, yeah, then they realize, like, oh, there's no scar. This mole is missing. Like, there's no way this is him. So they go to the police. They try and tell the police. The police, you know, say, look, we're not going to devote taxpayer money rich. to this. Um, I think he was a drug dealer. Yeah, I can't remember. Needed... I remember they they went on this like almost cross country. Oh yeah, like, no, they trek. went from they went from New York to New Mexico. Yeah, looking for him. Yeah, I remember huh. the one scene I remember too is where yeah. they uh, they go into the uh, they find out that he had uh, was buying. Uh, cigarettes or something Tobacco. like that from from a certain shop and they went in there and promised the guy a blowjob for yeah. it if they give him information or yeah. something and that was one of the great Bette Midler scenes yeah says, we'll go both give you blowjobs yeah and that's one of the things Shelly uh, Lo- Long is like oh god you're so crass right yeah <laughs> um, you know and, and it ends up working and then they're just like okay thanks for the info and they leave you know um, so yeah and then uh, what else is there I'm just trying to think of like a couple of the funny scenes like when they bust the drug dealers, like they uh, pretend to be cops. And, oh, interesting. And I don't they, remember that scene. Yeah. So they get a lead and they go to these guys' apartment and these guys are like low-level drug dealers, you know, and they like bust into his apartment and Shelley Long has a gun and she like gets this tough New York accent and, you know, is playing <laughs> like a New York cop. And they're playing these guys trying to find information on where Peter Coyote is going because that's kind of what the premise of the story mm-hmm. is. And so they tell him they're going to bust him and everything like that. They're just mad because he... Because he cheated he on his, him. Yeah. Well, faked and he faked death his and, death, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was hunting E.T. That's what yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was. And so the guys that think that they're going to get arrested basically bribe them with this lunchbox full of money, you know? <laughs> um, so they take the lunchbox, they get back into the cab, who, like, the guy told him basically, like, because they said, we'll give you $100 if you wait here for us to come back. Mm. Um, and he basically is like, if you don't give this to me, you know, I'll kill you, mm-hmm. you know? So they come back and now they got this lunchbox full of money. Yeah. So they go to the airport and then Shelley Long does this like impression of this like foreign woman, <laughs> and, you know, trying to get the uh, information on his flight of where he's going to New Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, and the woman behind the counter, who's also a very, you know, you'd, you know, you'd absolutely know her if you saw her. Um, She's like, that's the worst impression I've ever seen, you know, and she said, and in all my 19 years, and she said, but that's got to be worth something. So she gives him the information on where he's going and they get a flight that's going to get there before him. Mm. So that's when they get to New Mexico and they like confront him and he basically tries to kill them. You know, um, yeah, I don't remember the ending at all. Man. He liked his work. More. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so one of the arguments throughout the movie is that. Bette Midler doesn't believe that Shelley Long did nine years of ballet. Yeah. And so in the end, Shelley Long is running from Peter Coyote, who's trying to kill her. And there's this 
section of like rocks and they all have these giant gaps. Well, that's right. They established them. early on that she could do that leap really well. Right, like, but, uh, that, but that, like great leap. Right, but Bette Midler. Well, how does that all, help Bette Midler? Well, <laughs> Bette, no, <laughs> Bette Midler would always say that it was bullshit. She couldn't yeah, yeah. do it, you know? And so they're going from these rocks and the gap between them gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And she finally does this yeah, leap yeah, yeah. and she makes it. And Peter Coyote just keeps running and he tries to make it and he just ugh, eats oh, nice. Cliff Face and falls and dies, you know? My question is, is how the hell did she get off of that? Yeah. But, you know, I mean. They don't have to right. tell she, you that. Yeah. The right. Shooter McGavin was, was in the ballet company. He, oh. he played a, uh, a gay guy that asked to go out to out with Shelley Long. And he was like, she's like, aren't you gay? She says, I am. But I'm trying to uh, pretend that I'm not in like this acting class. And yeah. Everything, so wants to go out with That's me. funny. So I didn't realize young, that. Super young. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him again. So, yeah. Super Outrageous young. fortune. It That's was. Twi- Gilmore's gotten too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was a good one. Yeah, it, it was really. I liked good. it. I, I remember watching it on cable back in the day, but I haven't seen it forever. I totally need to add it to my list of ones to own. Yeah. All right, Dave, what you got? Dirty rotten scoundrels. Oh, oh, I, I know Paul's never seen it. Yeah, never, <laughs> never seen it once. I, you literally uh, had me speechless right there for a minute. Yeah, like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen this. This was one of my my cousin Eric. This is one of his favorite movies. All the t- uh, we used to watch it all the time. Man. Uh-huh. I could quote this movie from beginning to end. It's so great. Why don't you tell us a little it's bit about pretty great. So, <laughs> Steve Martin and uh, Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't as good as I even usually. <laughs> Michael Caine. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there, Michael Caine is a sophisticated grifter. Yeah. And Damn, a grifter pod. Oh, I'm totally on this. Well, might have to and revisit then, it. And then the other guy, Steve Martin, is... A super low level grifter. Low level. He's like yeah. he's just like a con man. He's, he's just trying it. to get like meals and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. he's on the train yeah. trying to get somebody to pay twenty for bucks his meal. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. you know what yeah. it feels like to take a woman for twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nope, nope, that's no, out of my class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, they show him early on like pretending he's a prince, right? And getting like someone's family jewels, like literally. Family yeah, yeah, jewels yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So how did they? How did they ran into each other on the plane on the train? He was. He was going back to his hometown of like in it Italy, was like Monaco or something. Mo- like that. It was a, mo- it was something like that. Yeah, it was Monaco. But remember, on the train, he was like, "Oh, I hear there's a lot of rich women there," and I, uh, Steve Martin's like, "I'm gonna visit there. Yeah, and I'm yeah, gonna yeah. try to." Uh, uh, to and he didn't want someone. And he didn't want there. So he, he's immediately saying, "Oh, so you were misinformed. That's if you too, really want to go someplace, town, yeah. you want to go there or and something goes, like that." But so he he's like, "Oh yeah, thanks." Anyways. But then he shows back up and he's like, "That place sucked." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, he sees him on the beach. Like, remember how white yeah, Steve yeah, Martin yeah, was yeah, on, the yeah, week, yeah, uh, yeah. on the beach and everything. Yeah. So they are like button heads for the longest time. Well, to make it worse, Michael Caine had like the. Chief of police in his back yeah, pocket, right? Yeah, yeah. So it made it very easy. For him. <laughs> yeah, so he, he could, and uh, he had the emperor was his butler, the emperor from Re- uh, Return of the Jedi was, that's his, right. was his butler. He is, really, uh, Ian. I can't remember his last name, but his first name was Ian. Mm. Yeah, he got famous <laughs> for playing the emperor. That's nice. awesome. So it finally they meet the, that one girl at the same time, Glenn Headley, that shows Glenn up. Glenn Headley she supposedly just, just inherited she, a, a her. Her husband died, yeah, yeah. and she had inherited like a hundred million dollars. Right, she's amazing. Whatever. She just died, I think, last year. Really, oh, really, really, really great actress. Oh, she was. Wow. Uh, I loved her in uh, Dick Tracy and yep. a bunch of other stuff. There's a bunch in. of stuff. Yeah, Glenn Hadley was awesome. So she shows up, and they both mark her like that. That's what we're gonna get. Yeah, and then well, they it was kind of make a it, bet. it was a bet. Yeah, then well, they kind of make a bet to do it. Like whoever can turn her, the other person has to. Whoever leave could town. steal the money from her. They they they, ha- they come up with like a number. It's like fifty thousand dollars or hundred thousand yeah. uh, dollars. 
whoever loses has to leave town yep. and the other person can stay. And so they kind of like pool up together. I guess it was anybody's money because remember when they had a bunch of rich people over? They still must have started the bet before they saw her. Yeah. No, they did. Okay. And then they just my favorite scene is at the dinner table. Uh, Go ahead. I'll let you tell yeah, the scene. Yeah, that's mine no, too. Oh, yeah, at the dinner table. They, yeah. they, he goes in and he scams them and they have these roles that they're going to play. And yeah. Michael Caine plays the Because he was trying to guy. teach him, right? Yeah, he wanted he, to and teach he, him He was going to teach him for a while. And he's, he's trying to teach him how to be straight-laced and everything. And then he realizes after a while he's just going to have him play the idiot uh, brother, <laughs> Rupert. <laughs> Rupert. They have that one woman who's from... Uh, <clears throat> she uh, she was in uh, Malcolm in the Middle and you've seen her in a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes over and there's a great scene where... Um, where he's like banging the pots and pans. He says, we're going to move to Oklahoma. And he, he starts going, running around the room going, Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Rupert, you, you behave now. And he's got that awkward way he hugs her and he puts his leg around her and everything. He's got to peel her <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And then the other, they go to the next woman who's at the dinner table and he's sitting there with his like plastic pitchfork. Uh, no, he, he had a fork. And but he, he had, yeah, but he had also a fork with a cork on it. And he, yeah. and he was like, don't, don't take the Rupert. Don't take oh, yeah. the cork off the fork. And the woman's like, why is the uh, cork on the fork? And all of a sudden, Steve Martin nails himself. <laughs> he had an eye patch on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. And yeah. They have another great scene because they do like a trilogy of scenes where they're like uh, they're trying to scam these women. And there's like a great one where he's uh, they're driving in a car together, and Steve Martin is in like the passenger seat with a fake like Fisher Price wheel yeah. and everything. And he's like, "I'm so happy. I think my testicles are falling." <laughs> I love the part where he's like. Excuse me. Yeah, when I go May to the I please go to the bathroom? Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. Yes, and everything of is silent. Yeah. yeah. And like, you, you know, Thank you. the first, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for like the first second of that, I was like, why is he getting up to go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh. <laughs> My favorite line, too, he's like, not mother? But then it escalates. So then they start pitching against each other. Yeah. Right. And Michael Caine has a good scam going. It looks like he's going to win. And then all of a sudden, he shows up at the craps table as a decorated war Veteran, hero yeah, in a wheelchair and like bumps his way excuse me yeah, excuse me yeah. this is for the operation he puts his, yeah, medal, puts his medal, medal of, of honor <laughs> in the fucking circle and then Michael Caine comes in as his doctor hi I'm a neurologist I can oh, help you walk right. again yes. remember he had him in the room he's like we need to do some tests yeah. so he takes like a switch slaps yeah, him yeah. and he oh. nails him and you, you feel that and he's like he's like no no. <laughs> but you could tell it really hurt. Yeah. Oh my god. And after a while, they realize that she doesn't really have the money, and it's not right that they're trying to steal the money. So they make her the bet, and they they bet who can sleep with her first. Mm-hmm. Remember, and I, right. I love the scene where uh, where they're at the nightclub, and uh, uh, Steve Martin's at the table drinking, and. Uh, he, Michael Caine's dancing with her and like throwing it in Steve Martin's face, and you got the sailors behind him. Yeah. They're like, "Who the hell is this motherfucker yeah. who's making fun of you for uh, uh, for not being able to walk?" Right. He's like, "Yeah, if I could just get her alone for a little while, I think I could turn her around." So they end up uh, uh, they, they end up jacking like uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah. But then they end up he ends up not realizing that Michael Caine uh, used to be in like the Royal Navy or something like that. He, so he turns comes, those guys yeah. around on uh, uh, Saying Steve he's Martin, faking, faking being. I remember a they fake. end up. They end up gluing his hand to the wall at some point <laughs> at the party that the uh, the Navy guys are having. And, uh, it just goes down to this great like back and forth, back and forth scam. Yeah. That uh, ultimately you realize can I ru- that can I ruin it? Yeah, you can ruin it. 
she's scamming both of them. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. really turns out nobody end, has anything. When she comes in the end with that Jersey accent yeah, yeah. and everything, yeah. and, and everything's quiet for a while because she's waiting for them to, she sets up this great thing with this tourist group uh-huh. of, of, of who they are and everything. And they, they're like coming to terms with what the hell's going on. She's just showing up here after we've scammed her and she's coming in with this accent and everything. And then Michael Caine busts into an Australian accent and everything. And you realize, all right, the game's on, man. Yeah. And I was yeah. waiting for a sequel, man. I was like, ah, oh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels 2. It's yeah. going to happen, man. Happened. Oh, it still could happen, man. I mean, Glenn Headley won't be in it, but you could easily have uh, Michael Caine and Steve Martin coming in. Absolutely, Steve Martin. Nursing home scams. Yeah, right. (laughs) There, Steve Martin's one of the guys who's doing interviews in this history of comedy thing on CNN. Really, he's he's doing it with Martin Short because those guys are like best friends now. Because I told you they're they're touring pretty good. They're touring the country together, doing doing comedy comedy skits uh, skits in front of audiences and everything, and they're doing spoken word and all that stuff. So they must have caught him on tour to do their interviews for it. So it's just so funny watching them. doing the scenes Steve together. Steve Martin, he's a special kind of comedian because sometimes he didn't even have to talk. It's a great... To be funny. That when they're doing the sketch comedy uh, episode of CNN, uh, Steve Martin's talking about all his favorite SEC, uh, SEC uh, TV actors and he's mentioning everyone but Martin Short. Oh, Martin Short wow. sitting next to him and everything. And uh, uh, Steve Martin's <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short's just shaking his head. <laughs> really, really funny. Uh, man. That's great. <laughs> All right, so my next movie, and this is uh, 1988, and this is another one that's very underrated, and people, and it's one also my uh, cousin Eric's one of his favorites is uh, Bluxy Blues. Oh, oh yeah, that's Ma- a great movie. Matthew it's, Broderick. It's, it's made me double take whether this was a comedy or not. Yeah, no, it's got some. I, it's, I've seen really it two or three times, stuff. but it's been 20 years since I've seen really, it. Really, really funny stuff in it, but it's got its serious moments in it, and it all takes place during boot camp of World War II boot camp in Bluxy, Mississippi. Wasn't it a prison? No, no, it wasn't. No, it was, no, it was uh, just their boot army. camp. Yeah, yeah, it was, boot it was camp. just their army it was boot, boot camp. camp. Yeah, and so it started off with them on the train, you know, and they uh, they they get there and they've established who these people are. Uh, Matthew Broderick is the wise cracking. You can't. Uh, you you could tell that he's going to be the one that says uh, a wise ass. You comment. sure it wasn't a prison? Positive. I just watch it. <laughs> what am, I'm thinking of something. You must be thinking of something. Milita- it was a military prison movie, and they just made him do like boot camp stuff every Cadence. day. Unless you're thinking of Cadence with uh, Charlie Sheen. Ooh, that that was good. when they're on the chain gang with Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. Yeah. Do you uh, have like tattoos on his back of his knuckles? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, this was very... Uh, Justin's furiously trying to prove <laughs> No, no. I, could, oh, no I, I literally it. just saw it three days ago. So I, <laughs> I mean, I believe you. I, just, <laughs> I knew I must have been confusing So it's something. about this small little group of platoon and you got this one guy who's playing... who Epstein, who's playing uh, the neurotic. Uh, he was kind of the uh, private pile. Who was he? Uh, Do you remember? It's weird. The only thing I really remember him on, he was in uh, Friday 13th Part 5. He was Oof. one of the guys that it, was... Is that the one with the hospital uh no yeah the hospital one that wasn't really it wasn't jason. really jason it, he played a random guy that was with his friend that uh their car broke down on the uh, street and he went off to take a shit and he came back and he didn't realize the guy who was fixing the car under the hood was dead and he ends up getting killed in the uh, front seat that's what i remember from <laughs> other than bluxy blues but bluxy blues he was very kind of well known and then the tough guy in it was teddy from one crazy summer who, oh yeah who went on to do major dad and a whole yeah. bunch of other, uh, kind of asshole type roles and, uh, he was good at it. And the famous uh, drill sergeant who is Christopher Walken, who I had read something that he had met uh, a drill sergeant once who was uh, majorly respected by his crew, but he was also very lighthearted w- with him. So he, at first glance, he was very carefree and lighthearted with it, but he was 
very uh, a hard ass when it came down to doing stuff. And it, our it was our a, mother's father. Yeah, was our a grandfather. Villain, our grandfather. Was you would a never know it instructor. growing up with him. No, he was he an was old a man sweet, to me. Sweet when, guy. When, but, when, I, when I remember him, he was already old. Yeah, and he was a sweet, sweet guy. Uh, but then what happens is they show it starts right off where he's being introduced to his platoon and you got Christopher Walken walking down the line and you've got Matthew Broderick making inappropriate comments. He's, God, I don't he, remember He tells everyone... I do remember one scene. He tells... Oh, uh, which scene do you remember? The, the one where he he's like... He fucks up and he's like, "You get to pick someone to yeah, do yeah. push-ups." Well, that's oh, the yeah. that's the scene right oh, here okay. where he's uh, <laughs> and he does that constantly to him. Uh, well, tell the scene because I really don't. Well, remember. He, I just remember he goes funny. to the uh, crew and he's like, he's like, every time I at, say a question and uh, I want a response from you, your answer is ho. And uh, then he uh, the the. Epstein guy who's kind of uh, the neurotic guy who he says ho ho and uh, <laughs> you can tell right then and then Matthew Broderick gets in and starts talking and everything and he, he gets under uh, Christopher Walken's skin and he was he was like I need to teach you guys a lesson he's he's like I'm gonna uh, I want to get 200 push-ups but I'm gonna let you pick whoever you want that should do the 200 push-ups he says, he says I'll I'll save you the embarrassment just whisper it in my ear and he sticks his head right next to Matthew Broderick's ear Matthew Broderick doesn't say anything and he was like Wachowski woo he's the biggest oh. guy in the crowd. <laughs> Oh, Teddy from One Crazy Summer. Right, yeah. He said, I don't know why you'd single him out, but okay. Oh, he does that to him man. like two or three times. I'm sure times. that Jesus. that happens the entire... Uh, oh, yeah. The oh, camp. Yeah. Yeah, they did yeah. that That's in uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah What's yeah. his name? Was that his best Schwimmer. role ever? Oh, yeah. David Schwimmer was an asshole. Yeah, he was really great in that, too. But uh, one of the most memorable scenes to me is when they're on shore leave and they go to lose their virginity. Oh. And they, they meet the woman who's Park Overall, who is uh, from uh, Empty Nest. Do you remember? She was the... Uh-huh. Uh, do you, you don't remember Empty Nest? I he do. Was the, I remember uh, the guy from Empty Nest. He was the big tall guy from yeah, Empty Nest. He was one the, that looks, the one that looks like the eagle from the Muppets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He looks like Sam the Eagle. But he had a uh, receptionist with a very southern, southern uh, Tennessee drawl in it. Well, okay. she plays the prostitute that's uh, going to help Matthew Bark lose her virginity. So it's, it's a great, fun scene where he comes in there and she's like, is this your first time sweetie and he's very awkward and climbs on top of her and everything and he lasts for about two seconds and everything but he ends up starting like a little mild relationship with Penelope Ann Miller in the movie and they show them kind of romancing each other and everything Mm -hmm. and during this whole thing you're seeing the 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 kind of yeah yeah, during this whole thing, you get to see the, the interaction with uh, uh, Christopher Walken and uh, Matthew Broderick's like a writer, and they end up stealing his journal at some time. And he's talking about, uh, he ends up writing about all the different platoon members. And there, there's a great scene where uh, the Teddy guy's reading what he's saying about everybody. Uh-huh. And he ends up getting to himself, and he kind of feels bad afterwards because he reads that Wachowski guy's. He, he, he's saying bad things about everybody and then he comes to Wachowski and he's like, he's the best soldier I've seen and I can totally trust that he would save everyone if, if the time comes about it. And he's right. like, he ends up giving his diary back because he feels bad about it. Right. But he ends up uh, calling out the uh, the Epstein guys and he thinks he, he says, I think Epstein's kind of a closet homosexual and then it kind of makes everything awkward for, oh, wow. for him. And they're trying to help each other, and it, and it kind of all goes... You know what you shouldn't do while you're at boot camp? <laughs> oh, my Bring God. your goddamn diary with you. <laughs> Journal about your <laughs> write fellow bunkmates. Write about everybody that's Good there. Good God, Jeez, man. Christ. And he Fuck. left his footlocker open, so they yeah. Yeah. end up yeah. going in and reading it and That's everything. his fault. Well, it yeah. kind of all comes down <laughs> to Christopher Walken explains at the very beginning that he's got a steel plate in his head. And uh, at one point at the end, uh, and this is where it kind of gets serious, Christopher Walken comes in uh, comes in where it's just Matthew Broderick and the Epstein character, and uh, he's got a gun in his hand, and you can tell he's drunk. And he was like... Uh, he tried to do the right. reverse... Uh, 
yeah, the kind of the reverse full metal version. Full metal Don, Don, yeah, done, done by the uh, drill sergeant instead. Yeah. And then he, uh, he he's going to take, he says, Epstein, you come into my quarters right now. I want to talk to you. And Matthew Broderick kind of takes it, takes a bullet for him and saying that, no, uh, take me in there, take me in there. And he reveals that uh, they're going to kick him out of the military, that he's going to go in for an operation. He's going to get his steel plate uh, uh, fixed with something new, but they're not going to have him as a drill instructor and he's drunk and he doesn't know what to do. And he's kind of really distraught. And he's, he ends up saying, take the gun from me. He, he uh, he's like, I want you to take the gun from me. Right. And he's like forces it out of his hand. And he was like, assemble the troops. And he, there's this famous scene where he gets all the troops outside and you could tell the troops, you know, Oh my God, he's drunk, yeah. man. And yeah. he's, he's dangerous. Right. And he was like, he was like, I pulled the gun on him. I want you guys to uh, tell me what uh, the, uh, the penalty will be for the, be for that. And they uh, say, well, do 200 push-ups. So they end up showing him on the ground doing push-ups and everything. And everyone's smiling at each other. Like they, uh, it kind of, they do it where it, for a brief point you in thought, time, you, you thought it could you thought get, something it could, was going to You thought it could go weird, but then right. it ends up getting comical and everything. And it, it's very lighthearted. This yeah. was done by Mike Newell, who ended up doing The Graduate uh, and a lot of really famous uh, stuff. But I think it was a Neil Simon. I was just uh, about to say yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was, it was Neil, Neil Simon, Simon and they play. actually did this play. Yeah. And Matthew Broderick may have actually been on the play in Broadway, too. Because it I, could work. No, it was really good. All Neil Simon's no, plays, Erickson, speaking of... Uh, Neil Simon. Neil Simon did The Odd Couple, and he did Seems Like Old Times, and he did all those great, really comical... He was a great writer, and a lot of his stuff went to Broadway, and I think that's kind of where Matthew Broderick started, and then went on to obviously well, do the producers, producers and stuff like that. Funniest yeah. Oh, yeah. Spring time for Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this was fun. This was a great war movie, uh, because it, like I said, it took place during the uh, uh, World War II and during uh, the only drill instructor, uh, or only the boot camp stuff from start to finish was all boot camp, so... Was fun, really great one that a lot of people forget about. Check it out. Okay, so who's it going to next? What number are we on here, Justin? We're on number. Are we on number three? Or are we on number, number two? two I number think. two. All right. What do you got for number two? Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, oh man, <laughs> already the perfect formula. This is like zombie leopard pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember zombie this. clown leopard pirates. <laughs> Not clowns with a C. Clowns with a K. Yes, oh. because they were killer clowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember the the thing I remember the most about this is the special effects in oh. the, the outfits they wore. Because oh I'm yeah. Pretty the sure clowns were scary as fuck. Scary oh yeah. As fuck. Yeah. They were. And Absolutely. the guy who did this had did, was famous background for horror movies. I think he did special effects on critters and uh-huh. uh, different eighties. Uh, they almost look like, like the like. Um, the Twilight Zone when the when the thing came out of the box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the Joe Dante. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Almost, looks almost like exactly. That style. Yeah. yeah, it was very weird. Like pull anyone listening, pull like the pictures up to the Killer Clowns. Because and they cool. did like weird stuff. I just remember that they they had like some of them in like. They had little baby ones. Yeah, that they were like a box. They come down in like a big top, or yeah. So they came down yeah. in this like big yellow diamond, you know, that was rotating really, really fast, and it came down and it landed and it turned into a circus tent. Nice. And people started, you know, like They'd go there because yeah, they like, the circus, the circus is in town. Is in town <laughs> you know, and they would see these clowns and they would think like, oh look, it's a clown. He's kind of a scary clown, and then they would just murder Eat them, them yeah. you know, murder like. Them. And and what they would do is they would string them up, they would cover them in cotton candy, <laughs> and then they would put them in this room, and they were like cotton candy pods, 
And they had, you know, of course, the clowns had the little bendy circle straws that, mm. you know, the crazy straws. And they they'd suck go, their brains out. And they'd go and stick it into the cotton candy thing and drink the blood from the oh, dead man. bodies through nice. the cotton candy. This is genius. This movie would work really well today. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. as a just very funny. We need to do something similar to this movie. It uh, got panned. It got panned, I think, when it came out. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This was a, a very... But it was a B-horror movie out yeah. of the box. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like... I, do you think this went to the theater? I, I don't say it probably didn't. Well, you know, honestly, Maybe I think short, it did. Um, I think it did because in New York and LA, the the main character, his name was uh, John Allen Nelson. I think um, he's Kelly's cousin. Right? And, yeah. Oh, that's and, hilarious. Yeah, no, she was telling me how, like, when she was a kid, they had like a family. Kelly's your girlfriend for those listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she had like a family reunion, and he was there, and like. You know, she was all like starstruck by her cousin what and everything. Hell? Hook us up with a yeah. picture, Kelly. What the hell? Starstruck from the guy from Killer Clowns. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, this uh, was all about the suits, man. All about the suits. Oh, oh yeah, dude. There was a couple big that shot with the, when the guy was doing the shadow the clown, puppet. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot about that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, all of a sudden, like the, the the shadow puppet had a big yeah, red big eye. Big red eye. And then and it, it just ate, ate old somebody. People, yeah. Like the crowd of old people that was like watching the. Oh God, I. I remember I own this movie. I'm pretty sure, so I'm gonna have to go home and watch yeah. it now that you mentioned it too. But it's one of those movies you forget about. Yeah, uh, and it's it's. I mean, honestly, it, it's kind of a brutal movie. But yeah, it's also really funny. Yeah, you know, and it's got a. It, they got a couple big actors for it. I know John Vernon, who we talked about as Mr. Big. Right. And I'm gonna get you sucker. The same guy who played the chief of police in uh, Dirty Harry. I, I don't know how desperate he was for money, yeah. or he just has a really good sense of humor. I mean, being in Big uh, the uh, I'm gonna get you sucker kind of makes me lead believe that he's probably got a pretty good sense of humor right yeah but wasn't there a movie where he was like a zombie and his eyes zombie, were glowing maybe um, sounds familiar like i don't know anyway unless you're thinking loja no i know in, that in innocent, innocent blood, blood. Or, no yeah. i know that but um yeah, we need to talk about some innocent blood. i know dude yeah, what, what, what's that guy's name again robert what Robert Loja. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and so, like, I, I love the scene where there's this big, huge guy and this little teeny tiny clown, and the clown's got boxing gloves. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's literally yeah. clowning around, yeah, yeah. like, come on, you want to, you know, he's not talking, but he, I think he's squeaking, you yeah, know? I don't think any of them say no. anything. No, no, they don't, you know. Um, and uh, he's fighting this big giant, right? Yeah, and he's like, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? And the clown just punches his head off oh, you know yeah. <laughs> like, this is great man I'm, I'm a big fan of horror comedy i have to go and watch made... it again because i'll be honest I, I i to talk about this i had to watch the trailer just to make sure and it was a lot funnier than yeah I yeah i remember I watching it it might have been a year ago or two years ago but i was doing a lot with it so i, I yeah. didn't get to pay a lot of attention but the scenes where i was watching i was like man i forgot how funny this was yeah no because horror and comedy <laughs> go really well together because a they lot really of times do. Uh, especially in like the hatchet films mm-hmm. where it's uh, where the violence that's a different type of kind of horror comedy because the violence is so intense that you kind of need that comedy right. to balance it out a little bit and Didn't they have a run of movies that were kind of like stuff came down from space out, out not including ET but like Earth Girls are easy Earth Girls are easy um, anything space what was the there one was with, another one with, with Gina the Davis tomatoes, Attack of the Attack, Killer Tomatoes, tomatoes. Critters, Critters, <laughs> Critters 1 and 2 were yeah, great yeah 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 the you know, Critters is actually supposedly based on a true story. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I, I, I read it. 
<laughs> Gotta be true. Oh, you read it in print? Oh, shit. Yeah. Scott Grimes, remember? When's the last time you saw the first one? Scott Grimes was in it. The guy from, uh, he went on to do, he's doing the voice of, uh, what, American Dad? American Dad. Oh, really? Scott Scott Dad. Scott's That's American awesome. Dad, yeah. That's when he was super young. I loved, uh, I loved uh, Critters too. Remember, that was when the aliens would look at something and they could transform it. And one of the aliens who had like a blank kind of face found uh, a Playboy and ended up being the becoming the centerfold and everything. And I was, oh I yeah, that was great. Had, like a nude scene. And everything. So that was very memorable. But damn, that's crazy. Man. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. That means they got that centerfold to do. It's right up there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> it wasn't the alien. Come on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, clowns, man. Yeah, it was it was a fun movie. It was great. It was funny, and I mean, honestly, it's very cult and iconic. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's one of those movies you you think of cult kind of certainly cult horror movies from the eighties. Yeah, not just comedy (laughs) eighties. Yeah, and you know, as far as our four cap eighties pod goes, that one and my number one, I I I felt had to be mentioned. So had the best title too. Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, space, you man. don't even need to Imagine see pitching that around to people. Yeah. So listen here. <laughs> this is Lepre- what I got. Leopard zombie, zombie, zombie pirates. pirates. <laughs> zombie leopard pirates. I gotta get. If Come. somebody comes out there and puts this movie out, we're oh. suing you. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. This is our idea. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, get your cousin. We need a leopard zombie pirates. <laughs> nice. All right, Dave. What you got? Do you wait them out? To see if their limbs fall off while they're chasing you. Do you take that chance? I don't think so, man. <laughs> That's the tagline. And maybe, <laughs> take that chance. And maybe they can maybe they can regenerate, you know? I'm sure they can. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So many possibilities. All right, Dave, what do you got for number two? This one, this is a funny movie. Tom Hanks. Volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be anything. That was the best <laughs> cliffhanger ever. <laughs> I'm Tom Tuttle. <laughs> and John Candy was fucking uh, I love Volunteers. This was another one that was kind of under the radar with uh, uh, as far as Tom Hanks movies come. Yeah, I've, we I've watched not it. seen this. You, you we watched this. You would really uh, you've oh, told you me about it? You've told me we about it before, this. but I've never seen it. It's one of our dad's favorite movies, yep. too, growing up. And uh, we watched it a lot growing up. So tell us a little about the premise to this. So... Tom Hanks plays this stuffy, um, entitled, entitled kind of. Yale. He even does grad. a great accent. This, this like really prissy, like yeah. uh, I don't know what it is, like maybe Long Island or something. But it's like, like very hot, very hoity toity. Yeah, very hoity toity. That's our grandmother's word. <laughs> <laughs> but so, and he's he's getting ready to graduate, but he's just a degenerate gambler. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he's the scene with him in the beginning at the at, at the, the at the poker game. Yeah. He's like, you better not be bluffing me. Yeah, the black guy from uh, from Brewster's Millions, Bruce's who millions. Played, the played the security guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him around, he ends up screwing him. He over was also the uh, cab driver in uh, Outrageous Fortune. Oh, was he? Oh, mm-hmm. nice. nice. Yep. Yeah, he was. So he ends up he ends up going he ends up doubling down on a bet. He owed like fourteen grand, mm. and he doubled down on the Celtics. Winning oh, that's against right. the Lakers at graduation, he's like listening yeah. to it in his ear at graduation. It's like, oh, oh wow. and here come the Lakers! The Lakers are coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so he's got to get out of town. And then the guy from uh, 24. 24. Xander Berkeley. Yep. yep. And from uh, Candyman. Candyman. Oh, oh Candyman. nice. He was like his roommate, and he was like, "I'm graduating Yale, and then I'm joining the Peace Corps." <laughs> and so, but at the same time, he's like, "I'm joining the Peace Corps in the morning. I can't send you off. I'm doing something." So he. 
he realizes he has to get out of town because he doesn't have the money. Tom Hanks doesn't have the money. And his parents aren't going to give and him. His parents aren't going to give him. His parents was like Plimpton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, George Plimpton. George Plimpton. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so boom, boom, he makes boom. a deal. He gives he gives the guy from Twenty Four his nineteen fifty six. Corvette, Corvette. Oh. and his girlfriend, what the fuck? To, to let him get, take his place on the uh, Peace Corps plane. Wow! So, so he gets on the plane, and as soon as he sits down, like the the black guy's chasing him. He's like, he's like jumps, hanging on to the guy. Jumps onto plane. the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I kill your mother, your father, your whole family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. And, and so what ends up happening is he sits down, and all of a sudden he sits down. He looks over, and it's John Candy. Yeah. Hey, I'm Tom Tom Tom, Tom Tuttle from Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. Like he says that to everybody. At the yeah, same, the whole throughout movie. the whole Tom movie. Tom Tuttle, come on. Tom Tuttle. He's like, I'm one of the first Peace Corps members to study like mind manipulation. Like he's like, I'm kind of the expert in the field, <laughs> and it's great because his first scene. So when they get there, the guys. Well, like, he meets his uh, his future. Oh yeah, wife yeah, yeah. On he meets the plane. his future wife, and I think they like, were married. Rita at this Wilson. Time. Oh, I really? think they got together on this movie. Yeah, I think so. I think and, they met on this uh, movie. He's still married to her. Yep, still married. Wow. And. Uh, so he meets her on the plane. She's going to help, like, do medicine and something. They're supposed to go to this village in Thailand to uh, build a bridge. Yeah. And then they soon find out there's there's warlords, the drug dealers, and they want the bridge so they can get their poppies over quicker. Then there's the, the guy from communists and the guy from Trancers too. Yeah, the, guy the guy from, from the, uh, who has a knife <laughs> named right. Mike. On yep. his, oh, he he keeps talking to his big knife on his side. You think he's on their side in the beginning? Yeah, though. yeah. And well, and also the uh, the guy in the village, the uh, Ken oh, Watanabe from, uh, from uh, Sixteen Candles and Gung Ho, uh, uh, Long Duck Dong. Oh, yeah, Long Duck Dong. <laughs> One of his best. If you liked him as Long Duck Dong, I think Volunteers. He was so. Funny. Oh, he was. So he was good. so funny. But, he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying the word asshole. And every then time my he favorite thing to... is what the the guards at that one guy's castle. They were always into him. Oh, the uh, yeah, the big all the big wrestler super wrestlers were like hitting on him. With him. Yeah, like he shows up. You boys have a cigarette, and they're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite scene is when they the the Chinese gorillas mm-hmm. catch uh, John Candy in a tiger in the, trap in a tiger trap. Oh shit! And they're like, we're gonna brainwash you. And he's like, good luck. And then like <laughs> 10 minutes later, it's the People's Army and the People's Army. <laughs> <laughs> they, they brainwash him in like an like, hour. Like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes nuts and he's nuts through the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wow. No shit. Great. You never get to see John Candy just play yeah. crazy over the top. And it's, the rest he, of it is just When he, Tom when he bopped his head in 1940. Uh, 1941, yeah. 41, he was kind of crazy. Yeah, but the, oh, a that, lot that, of that, that movie is uh, Tom Hanks with the uh, with Ken Wanabe, yeah, uh, its character, and it's it's really funny. Like when they they go visit the warlord, and the warlord has a bodyguard who's this woman with like these three inch like Freddy Krueger like daggers for fingernails oh, and uh-huh. everything, and she can't speak correctly. And they uh, when she's trying to say her name, my name's Lucille. What is she saying? She says her name is Lucille. <laughs> and then the other guy, uh, the guy from Long Duck Dong, keeps trying to uh, warn him of different stuff. And remember, he keeps calling him asshole through the whole movie. Yeah. Hey, asshole! <laughs> they did one really weird thing in the movie, which I've seen it done maybe a couple times. Is they're talking in the bar. Remember, she got her little nails yeah, caught in the, bar? in the bar, and then he was translating for her what was going to happen. 
And then he, he couldn't understand her, and the subtitles came up on the screen. But then all three actors like leaned over head. to look at the subtitles. That's awesome. I was like, what is that? And they never <laughs> did it again. That was it. Right. So, it was also a great fourth wall break when he opens the door and there's a leopard in there. And he oh, turns yeah, yeah. to the camera and goes, it's a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> really great. And it goes all the way down to like... They uh, have to bust into this giant well, they, fortress. Uh, they're gonna blow the bridge because oh, they yeah. realize that the bridge that they built bridge is actually required, is, is actually going to benefit the warlords. Mm-hmm. They were like, let's let's uh, like blow the bridge. But right before that is when uh, John Candy kind of shows his uh, his true yes. colors, and they uh, they end up slapping him and, and like slaps it out of him. You know, and, uh, <laughs> remember you're Tom Tuttle from Tom Washington. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's no. Your birthday. I got a birthday candle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this stick of dynamite that was lit. Oh, and it God. goes down to a very exciting scene where they oh. have to um, they have to blow Mike. the bridge and uh, <coughs> uh, what's his name uh, Tom Hanks has to run and, and make sure all the charges are Mike shows up yeah Mike Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike the knife <laughs> and what's his name uh, man he was so funny in that movie. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah, it goes all the way down to like the blow in the bridge, and Tom Hanks has to jump off the bridge at the last moment, and they gotta like revive him. Uh, oh wow! Uh, uh, Rita Wilson has to revive him after they pull him out of the water and everything. There's so many fun scenes in that. What's your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene is is when uh, they break into the fortress. Yeah, and, and he has the cigarette, but just that whole melee, and he come in the. Who's the guy that plays the one with the knife? Uh, Tom, uh, Tim Thomerson. Yeah. He's, he's really in the great. room and she's all doped up on opium. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, just, like, have a fight. my favorite scene is when they're all playing cards together. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, there's a chicken on the table. Uh, and they all put their chickens on instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of money. He's like, all right, chill out. We got all night guys. <laughs> but then he's like, uh, he's asked them to show their cards and, and every one of them, four of a kind. 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 They all got four of a kind. They all got smiles on their faces. (laughs) You guys have played this before. You know what I noticed in that scene? Is in the pot is a bullfrog, and they have a a rope around its foot. Really? Oh, no. You can see it tried to jump, and it like got yanked back down the table. I was laying on to get that shot of the chicken and the... All the Annie with all the live animals. Right. But I guarantee you can't keep a bunch of live oh, animals on, piled on top of each other no, for very long. No, no. One of my other favorite scenes with John Candy is when he, when he initially gets stuck <laughs> in, the, uh, in the, uh, the tiger trap. And he oh, actually yeah, yeah. sees a tiger. Before he gets right. in yeah, the yeah. tiger trap, it's coming he out of the jungle. The tr- and he says, you're a big kitty cat, aren't you? <laughs> you're a, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I, you can laugh, but I guarantee you I might I'd do that. that. I'd fucking yeah. do the same I thing. I might do man. that. I'm either oh. going to do that or flip out angry. One it's of just two. so funny how we yeah. would do it like with whatever you – exactly how you would treat a house cat, the way he's talking. Right, it's yeah. so, so funny. I also like the scene where uh, – Tom Hanks builds like a bar. He builds ends up building like a bar in oh, yeah, a little yeah, village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and got Rita the black guy behind the bar. Yeah. the bartender. He's just washing the glass. And Rita Wilson doesn't want to have anything <laughs> to do with him and everything. And he, he's like, "Fine, if you don't want to leave." And he hear she hears a crack of a can open and realizes it's a Coca Cola. And she's like, "Oh my god, is that a Coca Cola?" And she goes nuts <laughs> off of it and cherry. everything. So it's just, oh yeah. Well, you want vanilla? You want cherry? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, "How are you getting all this stuff?" <laughs> they didn't even address it. Either. They don't even address <laughs> yeah. it. He just, he just did it. And he had like a neon sign. They 
have uh, no electricity in there. Yeah. Like, it really is one of the more random, fun, fun, uh, not only uh, John Candy movies, but Tom Hanks movies. So you definitely got to check it out. Yeah. It's like Man with One Red Shoe. It's another Tom Hanks yeah. movie that a lot That's of people haven't one. seen, man. Yeah. It's, it's a great Man one with too. One Red Shoe. Yeah. He's chasing the ambulance on the John Belushi on the bike. Yeah, with John, Jim, uh, John Belushi. Jim Belushi. James, James Belushi. Yeah, James yeah, yeah, Belushi. Yeah. And uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Well, that's the really or- She's having too. an orgasm and they're broadcasting it over the last yeah. year. The ambulance and he's like, what? Hey, yeah, that was a fun. Dabney Coleman. He was also right. in that movie. Really fun, man. So, yeah, for my next one, it's another Tom Hanks movie. It's oh, wow. about a little boy named Josh Baskin. Uh, I think I know what this Or maybe was. he wasn't little. I can't remember. Uh, this movie was big. Oh, I oh, remember this when this phenomenon. movie came out. Oh, I was at the video store the day it released. Oh, I was yeah? waiting for it. I had reserved it at Video Mania, and I was there, and I could not wait to see it, and it did not let down, man. This was... How old are you? Uh, what year was this? 88, so I had turned... You were 11? I, I turned uh, 13 in 88, but I turned 13 at the end of the oh, 88, so I probably was 12 when it came out, and this is the year you... That's probably how old the kid was. I think I saw this in the theater. Really? I yeah. think I did. We were going to the uh, Christian school, so I don't think we went uh, to the theater. Because I, I just remember him walking down that street with all the leaves and it being on the big screen. You know oh, what really? I mean? Yeah. Well, that was the thing about going to the Christian school, especially the first couple of years. You know how you have to wait for a movie to come out in the theater? Yeah. We had to wait for the movie to come out. Yeah. The video, oh. video store. That's why I was there So people would come and say, did you see such and such? Yeah. And you were like, no, I heard mm-hmm. it's great yeah. I'm waiting because i can't go to the movie yeah. theater it was one of those for me the worst one was probably uh batman it killed me not oh, seeing michael keaton yeah, you told, killed you, me michael you told keaton me you went and got the book yeah. i got the book yeah, yeah i read the book yeah. the novelization of Man, it yeah. if you had just told me to take you to the movies i'd have taken you i know the but I, I, I was a good christian boy at that time too i did not want i really believe we that, bought in for a little while i really believed that shit that like i would get expelled right if i oh i mean i thought i might get expelled which is complete bullshit i just I weighed the possibility of someone catching me. Right. Yeah. And it was I mean, pretty low. Yeah. And then, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. and then I didn't give a fuck. Because then it'd be like, me. well, uh, you're here too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, so if you're going to tell on me. Oh, they used to tell you. Like, I'm going to tell on If we you. drive by and see you in front going in, that's what right. we'll see you doing. Jeff yeah. Matera. Oh, he was scared too. He well, he was beyond scared. He used to dress up. He used to wear <laughs> he'd go in costume. Like he'd wigs. go in costume. Yeah. Hat and sunglasses. A fuzzy and glasses. He turned the. He, would, <laughs> he had a jacket, a reversible jacket. He turned it inside out. And uh, I used to just go with my those uh, New Testament. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bomber. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> bring it. That wasn't your first movie. That uh, wasn't it. Burbs. The first. The Burbs one you, was the you, first one the first that I one actively kinda, like. I had just gone to that. Went against the I went church. to a. Well, I went to a, a a hockey camp in Schenectady, New York, for a week with the Christian school. So you played hockey during the day. You had lunch. You hung out with your friends. But you went to church once a day, uh-huh. and then you had to go to the other Bible meetings. So there was a lot of church involved. Yeah. And I remember the people that were there. That's when I realized that it was a fraud. Uh-huh. <laughs> like. They were trying to manipulate this a bunch of people. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what the thing was is, if I hadn't gone there, I might not have thought it was bullshit. Right. It was just the the preachers they had were so transparent in their right. BS oh, yeah. 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 that it was like, fuck. Maybe Pastor Shuri is not talking yeah, the right, right. shit too. Because it made me question the whole thing. They and did then not walk once the you walk, rattle sure. one little pillar of 
It all falls down. Yeah. Yep. And I hate to say I'm not religious anymore. I would never take that away from somebody because yeah. it, it helps a lot of people. Need it. A lot, a lot of people, yeah. people, a lot of people you know, need it. You know, if the whole I'm, world I'm thought you only had one chance at this life, can you imagine what kind of craziness we yeah. go on yeah. in this world? I'm, I'm a big fan like, of Donald Trump believes. might be president. What world am I living in? Uh all right, so big. So we've got uh, the great Elizabeth Perkins. We got John Hurd. Maybe Dave can tell us who the boss was in this movie. Robert Loja. <laughs> <laughs> so many memorable things. You got Mercedes Rule playing his mom. One of my favorite things is when he wakes up in the morning, man. So a- anyone who doesn't know, anyone who doesn't know, he goes to the carnival. He goes to that big the thing, wish, and he, the wish, he wishes Zoltar. he was big. Zoltar. Zoltar. Yeah. There's a great picture if you pull it up on uh, Google of. Uh, of the Zoltar machine uh-huh. with uh, a grown-up uh, Tom, Tom Hanks yeah. staring at it. Oh, that's it's so really cool. It's a funny picture to uh, look at. But so that he makes that wish, and the next morning it happens. He wakes up, and he's probably like 30. I think he might even be 28 at that time. Tom Hanks, he was super young, but still like in the prime of his career in 1988. And, uh, you know, and he, he wakes up, and he's got his mom downstairs. You know, Josh, it's time for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty freaked out. out. Oh, yeah, and dude. you found a, a man in your house, and yeah. your kid was gone? Oh, in your, your kid's underwear. Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You I don't know? know how he would have squeezed into those. <laughs> but he's like, what'd you do with our son? It's me. It's me, Mom. And then he eventually has to just run out of the... Uh, in his uh, underoos. <laughs> run out of the thing. No, he puts some... He gets ends up getting some sort of clothes. Like his dad's clothes or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. And uh, he just confides in his friend, that little kid who was really, really good at yeah. this. He did a bunch of movies. He, yeah, he ended kid. up doing a he lot of movies. He was in Pet Cemetery. Um, uh, two. Was, yeah, yeah, two. He was the two. one that had the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that scene. Head, man. Yeah, I, I love their uh, their little song that they sing. Yeah, that... Uh, oh, damn... I, any I, other time I, I know, I know, right? It's right on the tip of my tongue, but it's. I like, love when they finally uh, he gets his first paycheck, and he they ask him how he wants the money, and he has it. He says, "I want ninety eight ones, and I want." Uh, <laughs> and he gives him the coins and everything, and then they go blow it on junk food. And he's, yeah, he's like, "I'm not feeling so good." He's like, "He's like, I think it was the pizza." He's no, I think it was the pork rinds, and he was like, "Oh, pork rinds!" He <laughs> does that crazy string thing to basically yeah. just goes all over the place. <laughs> That's such a great part. This was a phenomenal. But then the this fun stuff out? with yeah. it. It's a genius. I wonder if this was Penny Marshall. Did Penny Marshall I, do this? It sounds I, like that just right. makes sense. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think she I'll directed see. this. Check it out. Uh, or maybe it was her brother. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> anyways, I, I love the fact that he got a job at a toy store and that he was like killing it there because he had that mind of a child. Yeah. And Nobody obviously, wants to play with this it's a great movie. famous scene where he uh, he goes to the mall and he's playing laser tag with the kids. He ends up running into Robert Loja and the guys. Robert Loja is like, you work for me, don't you? And they end up walking and talking and they end up stepping on that, uh, the, that, the piano that huge thing. piano that I don't know why those weren't made in mass. I'm sure they were, movie, but, but they were probably, probably expensive. super expensive. <laughs> And they had that... Was it Penny Marshall? It was, yeah. 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 And uh, <clears throat> they had the great scene where they played chopsticks on together. Yeah, and I love the that. But the last probably physical role that Loja did, too, was jumping from uh, uh, yeah. key to key, and they did it together. <laughs> and it was just a lot of fun. And John Hurd came on to play the asshole who couldn't understand why he was killing it so well. And Elizabeth Perkins, like, uh, really... It was it was some... <laughs> I, she's like, I really want to sleep with you. Okay. Yeah. I get to be on top. I get to be on top. <laughs> yeah. Not really. And, have, bunk beds. They yeah. oh, and they so brings funny. her back there to go on the trampoline and everything and it was uh it, it was interesting because you realize that eventually they did sleep together and yeah you, you kind of overlook the fact that he was kind of a 12 year old or right. 11 year old yeah. of that hey, more uh, good, powerful team I, I guess they went with the idea well he had a body of an adult yeah so no, maybe exactly I guess it was tom hanks man yeah. i watched tom hanks yeah and it got to that really great period where you realize that he, he just 
he realizes he didn't like being an adult. I mean, as adults <laughs> ourselves, you realize how much being a kid Don't was... you wish you were a kid again? Yeah. I mean, Get you on your BMX no, bike and just go. And, and no stress. This zero is, problems. This, Everyone comedic, took care this of comedy guy said it best, and I can't remember who he said. He said, remember, you could just run out the front door with no ID, yep. no <laughs> money, and you would just get stuff. People would give you stuff, and you go and you go to movies, you get free, all this stuff. Can you, I said, I dare you right now. <laughs> Take your wallet and your cell phone out, put it on the table, and turn the corner down the street yeah. and not have a full-on panic. <laughs> <laughs> it totally would happen. And especially when we were that age, because we were that age where our parents were, were would would actively kick us out of the house. We so, did everything. Like, we did almost house. anything we wanted. Yep. We were good about it, though. It, we, but we were also good about finding stuff to do. Like, we oh, would go shit, across man. the street in the woods and play war. war with, like, yeah, we had war games. We had war we games. Tree where forts. We, would, so we went fishing. Uh, we, we went would, hunting for golf balls. We, we would play we went, wiffle ball. We would play ball. football. We would we try would to organize everything. games. In my, I was the kid in the neighborhood that tried to get everybody, hey, there's like 20 kids in the neighborhood. We yeah. can actually play a and game was, of baseball if yeah. we came together. Right. And this was all Sandlot. while... That's why I hate that movie. I was like, God, <laughs> I wish I had that. What, what movie? I wish I had Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had that many friends that like to play sports. <laughs> it was announced today they're doing a prequel to that movie. <coughs> That's why I played Sandlot. golf. I was yeah. like, fuck you guys. Did you hear about that? Yeah. They're gonna. Like have golf. you seen the? Uh, have you you watched any of the glow with your uh, yes. with your girl? Have you watched I've season seen... two at all? No. The kid from uh, Sandlot, you know the you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays an obsessed fan to one of the, oh, really? uh, the wrestlers, nice. and you will not miss him. He looks exactly. The did you see same. the? Did you see the? It, it was on some news feed. Um, somebody wanted to get a picture of him because he was from Glow. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. And I did see. He didn't know it, who he was. And he didn't know who he was, but he, he knew was, he was from Glow, but he was wearing a Sandlot's t-shirt. That, that said, you're killing me, Smalls. No. Yeah. No idea who yeah. he was. He had no idea no. who he was. Uh. It was him that tweeted it. The yeah. kid, the kid was, from Sandlot. Oh He's like, I, I had to take a picture with this kid. He had no idea what, who I was. That's fucking <laughs> He just walked up to him and said, Which is really strange because if you look at him, he looks exactly yeah. like... He looks more like he looked than uh, Son-in-Law. Yeah. Uh, but... It was just him a little bit older. Yeah. But you won't miss him when he comes into the glow. Uh, that's a great series. Too, <laughs> Every time you say the glow, I just keep thinking it isn't Last the, Dragon it's just sequel. No, 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 it's it's sequel. Just, it isn't the glow. It's just glow. Just glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That would be the glow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I asked this to Maria the other day. Is uh, Was that based on a real? Yeah. I used to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Me and Eric used okay. to watch that okay. show. Okay. Uh, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. All right. It was fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. Yeah, it's it's when you're really into wrestling, you'll just take. It's like you, you just want to watch more wrestling. So you'll, right. yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. If you've seen all the wrestling for the week, and yeah. then you know, oh, we can watch. We more. would lose our attention span with it and everything, but it was it's still it was wrestling. Yeah, it's yeah, still wrestling. <laughs> and I should mention too, the great uh, Nikolai Volkov died this week. Oh, he was really? one of my he, favorites. Great guy. He man. played in it. He played a, a villain to the yep, area. Made man. a career. Sweet, sweet guy who just took on that persona. Yeah. As Usually a they switch back and forth. Like, yeah. I'm a good guy for a while. Then yeah. Absolutely. And I'm a bad guy. This guy, bad guy. And he yeah. would go in there and he would get booed. And he this is where people hated Russia yeah. like in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And he would go up there and he would sing that Russian anthem. Yeah. With just a get big boo, flag. Boo, boo, boo. Yep. And him and uh, uh, Iron Sheik would go out there and do their thing, oh, man. That's and right. Iron Sheik. There's some great pictures of him at cons later in life where just people took pictures with him and he was just so sweet and he looks just the same and he would wear that hat, man, and he was just great. Yeah, it's a shame to lose all these. He made it to 70, which is that, actually a good age for wrestlers. For wrestlers. Hell yeah. And he yes. died of natural causes, right? I think so. He didn't yeah. kill himself or... Yeah. Man. A lot, a lot of, of those guys, they just, man. they just get addicted well, to the painkillers. And they yeah. can't they can't even move. The life. I mean, a lot of them, so it's, it's really sad. What was that movie you had me watch that was really good? It was when they showed the Andre Jake one? the Snake one. Oh, the 
Jake the Snake. The resurrecting Jake the yeah. Snake was such a great movie where <laughs> where Dallas Diamond Page, who's a who's a famous he was, uh, wrestler, yeah. but started, he did really he started help. a yoga uh, yeah. program and he started rehabilitating him. And uh, almost a subplot to that movie that was really great is he, he brought Jake in and Jake had a couple slips where he had to got back into drinking, but he was drinking like a pint of vodka. But he could barely stand up. Yeah, it was it was really bad at his low point. But he got him back and uh, it all worked up to him being inducted into the Hall of Fame. But halfway through it, they got a call from Scott Hall. And Scott Hall was uh, people Mr. Know, Perfect, uh, right? No, not Mr. Perfect. Uh, that was uh, Scott Henning. Okay. Scott Hall was uh, uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Oh, wow. Who was, was like, like a beefy beefcake. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He was an old he man. A, you would never recognize him. He got a call from uh, Jake and he says, I'm not doing good, Jake. And Jake's like, I'm here with Diamond Dallas Page. You got to come out and everything. And they picked him up from the airport and he was in a, a wheelchair. They couldn't even get him out of the wheelchair. Oh, and wow. he's like shaking. You could tell that he just got off and he revitalized his career too. Wow. And uh, or just his body, and he just got him to the point where he looked. He was looking great. He was walking around. He was. He changed his life, saved his life. So really, really great. And people forget that these guys that entertained us so much as our youth just put their body on the line. Oh and yeah, dude. Just it's not jumping good. fifteen feet in the air onto your friends. These guys like, are the ultimate athletes. I mean, I put people, them against any like yeah, football the, players the because thing, these guys. When people say it's fake, it's like who it's cares, scripted, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, scripted, but yeah. it's not fake. It's scripted. It's not yeah. fake. <laughs> And no, yeah. they're not it's, absolutely like they're not trying fighting to hurt each, each other, other yeah. you know. But, but it's almost like watching you can't fake acrobats. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but think about we watched uh, karate movies for where a lot of times those fights in dojos they're not yeah. trying to kill each other. Yeah. Right, it's true. But all right, so that's big. Yeah, <laughs> big's great. <laughs> all right, man, what do you got for your number one? How all right, off on that tangent, that was well, it was fun though. <laughs> um, this one I cannot believe we haven't mentioned until now. Goonies. Uh, I'm pretty sure we mentioned Goonies. I, I, if we did, we might have done it in passing, but I'm not sure any of us picked it, unless it was super early on. None of us, at least, when I, we were all three of us on the Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, unless Dave did very early and when we I were having guests. I have not seen this Goonies you speak of. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> One of my most memorable experiences in the theater in my life was the Goonies, because I was going to the Memorial Park, and I watched it with all my friends. Two movies during those years that are stick with me, and one was Karate Kid, and one was People Goonies. People cheered. Yeah. Oh, cheered. Goonies. You wouldn't believe it. It was such a great film. Yeah. Multiple see, times I saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater a couple times. So tell us about this Goonie film. Well, I mean, do, <laughs> I, I, I so, hear Thanos is in it. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Brolin, one of the first things he did. Talk right? about the most, you would never have thought he would have been the most superstar coming out of this movie. Yeah, Sean Ashton was for the, Ashen, for the he, longest time. He yeah. was the number one guy. Well, and yeah, because of, of the Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the know? Rings, Rudy, yeah, Rudy. Toy Soldiers, which we haven't yeah. talked about yet. We'll work that in sometime. Yeah, so uh, Josh Brolin, Sean Ashton, Corey Feldman. Uh, uh, a girl, I loved her too in this. I uh, had such a crush on her. What was it? The uh, redhead? Carrie, yeah. Carrie, Carrie Green. Green. Yeah. From Lucas. Lucas, that's yeah. right. So good, yeah. Lucas. And uh, the great uh, Martha Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. Yep. And the guy who played Chunk, who went on to be a lawyer, and he got, lost all that weight and looks like friggin' yeah. trim and slim Jeff, now. Jeff Cohen. Yep, Jeff Cohen. And the guy that played Chunk. Uh, 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 who was no, that? Oh, was yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Jeff. Not Jeff Chunk. Chunk. The guy no, that played them. Uh, Sloth? Sloth. Oh, yeah, Sloth. That's, yeah, uh, that's John Matusak. Yeah. For a former uh, linebacker <coughs> for the Raiders. And he was also in One Crazy Summer. Give that another up. Uh, Which one was uh, he in One Crazy he was Summer? He's the, the biker? He was the biker that okay, had the, the fish on the, the fish on his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, Joey Pants. Oh, I love Joey Pants. Yeah. You got Robert Davi. Yeah. Robert Davi. Maniac you got uh, uh, the chick from, He's one of the from the FBI train. agents. Ann Ramsey. Ann Ramsey, man. And, yeah, so, I mean... 
And oh wait, we I think we forgot uh, Jonathan Key Kwan. Ah, you Jonathan Key Kwan, data, man. man. Short round. Short round. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doctor Jones, doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fun kids movie. Yeah, man, dude, or anybody uh, movie, man. Uh, you know, you got uh, it's the ultimate one of the ultimate kids movies. Yeah, yeah. It so really now I, I've never because you guys are from up north. I don't know what the Goonies are. Like it's what they called they their neighborhood. Call they just the, call the Goondocks is what they the, called the right. area they were from in Portland. This right. was Port, I've never heard of the. I've only the house is the still boondocks. there. You can go visit the house. Oh really? Yep. Oh that's awesome. You, I don't know what your favorite scene is, but when what's his name is uh, giving the tour in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, cool. always, always yeah. gotta separate Mouth, your drugs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 That's they, when the chain and the whip always come out and like yeah. like cockroaches. Yeah, uh, cockroaches. <laughs> when they talk about the, uh, they will lock you up with the cockroaches if you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mouth. You are so good. <laughs> the mom, oh the mom God. was the, the right. psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> the mom was the psychiatrist from um, *Lethal Weapon*. Yeah, and yeah. This was Richard Donner movie too. Who. He, he She's the girl from Clue? Uh, She's the one from Clue? No, the, uh, this is the woman from Lethal Weapon, and she played oh, the mom in a lot of that's stuff. That's right, that's right. right. Uh, but Richard Donner's constantly uh, teasing the sequel to this, which they every year I hear they're going to come out with the kids coming back, and their kids are going to be the new Goonies. So Sean Ashton's going to be the dad. And, uh, hey, that money had to run out sometime. Yeah. Y'all better go on into the treasure. Well, I going on crazy rants. And, oh, my oh, yeah. God. No, Sean Ash is still going strong, man. Sorry, from Stranger strong. Things, man. Revival. Corey Feldman's kind of... Because uh, he was coming, amazing in Coming loose things. at the wheel. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he was, was really, really good. good I loved him in second. What is he it? was the highlight Stranger of things. Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they hadn't uh, killed him off. No, yeah. I'm sorry if you hadn't seen Stranger Things uh, two yet. But. You I have not. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, he he has a great moment too. He like sacrifices yeah. himself. He's so good. I haven't yeah. seen him. So good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, so it's I mean, about this group yeah, of I guess kids. We can, I guess you can tell what it's about. Yeah. You haven't seen it by now. We're not really. I'm yeah, not sure if anyone's. We yeah. could probably just go into favorite scenes. But. Yeah. Um, Chester Copperpot. Yeah, Chester Copperpot. They find the. Uh, Who was your favorite of the characters? Oh man. I mean, we used to play these. We used to play uh, the Goonies. I would we probably younger. say that you know Sean Astin was probably my, really uh, was it Mikey? Mikey, yeah. I loved him because he had asthma, and, and as a kid with asthma, right. you I had, had a hero. Many uh, kids that I could kind of uh, uh, relate with that had asthma on the yeah. big screen. So I always thought that was really great. Yeah. And I loved Goonies two, the Nintendo game. Oh, oh I never favorite, played that. Was it my favorite well, NES what did you have ever? To do in that? You had to, you or Mikey who had to rescue the other Goonies. Oh and wow! And the Fatelli, you had to watch out for the Fatellis, and you were like shooting snakes, and you got like a uh, slingshot, and you would find these different hidden things, and it was very hard. It was a hard game to find. You had to. One of the goodies was underwater at some point, so you had to, in one level, find the scuba gear, and then you had to find the fins, and then when you got those two things, you could actually enter the hole to uh-huh. find the Goonies, and it was so That's much awesome. fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, favorite uh, scenes, what do you got? Or favorite Goonies, yours, Mikey, what do you, what do you got? Mouth. Mouth? Yeah. <laughs> You're the one they call you Mouth, right? Yeah. Why are you so quiet? And he's like, spit mouth. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> and he's like, is that everything? And he keeps yeah. spitting more. And then yeah. they're like, they a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I loved uh, Data, man. I, I, yeah, I used absolutely. to love playing Data with the gadgets and everything. Yeah, that's and, what I say. Uh, booby twats. I have booby yeah. twats. <laughs> or where he had the pinches Slip of power. Shoes. Uh, yeah. the teeth. Yeah. I was saved by the pinches of power. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he beat the crap out of those two. Oh, yeah. When he hit the oil slick that sent him. Down to the ground. Oh, busted his balls the on that jewels. log. How about yeah. the favorite scenes? What you got? Um, I, there's so many. I have scenes, a really great dude. one. I love. I, you know, honestly, I think one of my favorite scenes is when Mouth is 
talking shit in in their restaurant quote and oh, you know he yeah. wants the water and she's like what do you boys want oh yeah you know I he's like i want, little, you know, I want <laughs> some Logini. and you know and she's like all we serve here is tongue oh, yeah. because <laughs> like, i just you girls don't you boys don't like tongue yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you I, yeah that's a great scene what's your favorite scene uh, it's the when he's talking spanish so. when he's talking spanish yeah that's yeah. my favorite scene, my favorite scene <laughs> i mean the whole movie's great but i yeah. love when they catch chunk and chunk. Oh yeah. They want it. We want you to spill your guts about everything. We want to know everything. And they said I did it in the movie theater, and I made this sentiment. <laughs> and then I dropped this, <laughs> and everyone started puking on each other. <laughs> and I love when uh, Robert Downey starts laughing. At, I'm starting to really love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was his relationship with Sloth. Yeah, you got to mention that. Oh, you know. man, where he's like... Uh, Rocky <laughs> Road. <laughs> I remember your trading cards. You used to have I love oh, the trading wow. cards, man. And I, I, I also love the, uh, the fact that they... Uh, they put the trading cards out before the yeah, final yeah. part of the movie came before out. The, before they, so they, oh, that's so right. they included the uh, the octopus. Yeah, which, was which in they the, never uh, went to. And if you have the DVD, is it in the extended it's in the, scenes? Uh, it's in the uh, deleted scenes deleted on the Blu-ray. Scenes. You can see it. It's oh, cheap, really? Cheesy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it, that's it, probably why they took it. Yeah, out. Yeah, they took it out because it really wasn't needed. But on anything. the beach, she says that. Yeah, you know, she, she's she like, "Oh, the octopus was really scary too." You know, it's weird that they left that in there, right? Because they cut the actual scene out and everything, right? And I loved all the. But I never noticed until you told me yeah you know. I, and i loved the uh there's some great lines in it i love uh when they they're sitting back and they first come across the fatelli restaurant and everything and they were like do you think they're drug dealers and uh data is like drug dealers would never be caught dead in them polyester rags <laughs> <laughs> or also one of my favorite lines i used to use this all the time uh when i got to be about like 20 and i was around little kids and stuff i would uh i would use that martha plimpton line she's she's like i feel like i'm babysitting and i'm not getting paid <laughs> another great one man and there was some like great scenes of like peril you know where, oh, they, where they found the, they're playing the organ oh they're playing the organ and everything. oh yeah that was good or they uh they find the uh they find chester copper pot right they find his wallet and everything and then they pull the thing and that's when the booby traps start falling down and yep. everything or their uh the great line from martha plimpton who uh who says uh guys i, th- I think god put that rock there for a reason and he, he probably didn't want it moved. yeah that's when all the bats come out oh that's right <laughs> she's yeah. doing the cross with her fingers yeah rabies, rabies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or that part where the guy Flips the coin down the well, and oh like, yeah, because remember the they're like it's treasure, Freud. it's treasure, you know. This and is then, our time. Yeah, oh yeah, that's <laughs> a great little speech. <laughs> oh yeah. god, yeah, that was great, man. It was a great, great coming of age movie. Uh, yeah. Even the stuff with uh, with Carrie Green accidentally kissing Sean Ashton, right? Uh, in yeah, the tunnel, yeah. It was Josh. When did he get braces? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was this was a fun ass movie. Even at yeah. the very end, where. Uh, you realize that they they almost had all of it, and all the treasure, and it slipped through their fingers. But they found the marble bag, man. And right, all the jewels on it. What I want to know is, is like, okay, so the ship at the end, they all saw it. You know, they know it's full of treasure, and it's sailing away. Yeah. What happened? Like, did they go swim? And, yeah, like, did they just go? Oh wow, it's a ghost ship. Watch it sail away. Or did everybody and their mother hop on their boat and go and raid the hell out of that? I guess ship? we'll have to wait like, till the maritime sequel. laws, isn't it? 
isn't it fair it's game? free game that's yeah. what i mean yeah. like i, I <laughs> Stroke. Stroke. i'm telling Stroke. you like, Stroke. Stroke. i'm going man like, and anyone who's listening if you have the blu-ray for this you should check out the commentary it's one of the rare video commentaries on it where they got all the goonies back together oh, uh, wow. as adults yeah that are talking about it during the commentary but they cut to them actually in the studio with the headphones on so you get to see them as they're older they Watching. all age really well they yeah. all look hilarious and they all tell the <laughs> funniest stories <laughs> uh, uh, they all tell the greatest stories oh what happened on the set it was almost as enjoyable when i go back now to watch the con- listen to the listen commentary to talk about it oh man they tell so many great things and that's how i found out that he accidentally said uh, josh's josh brolin's name actually in the scene oh did in- they instead of brand uh-huh. there's a scene where right when they uh remember the scene where they uh were uh uh, chunk uh, uh, chunk breaks the water bottle and uh-huh. he's like oh thankfully it's not a deposit bottle and it breaks and everything and uh, Mikey picks up the uh, the fire poker and he starts pounding on the ground and he's he's like there's a secret passage under there and there's just, and uh, Josh Brolin's character uh, Brand says there isn't a passage under there and you yeah. can hear Sean Ashton say there is a passage under there Josh <laughs> instead of saying Brand and they kept, right. it, and they kept it in there yeah. and uh, they they mention it during the commentary and. Uh, Richard Donner's at the uh, on the commentary too. He's like, "No, we didn't leave that in." And they listened to it, and they're like, "Oh my god!" He's like, That's "I hysterical. had no clue that they left that in." <laughs> yeah. There. So they were all really shocked. It was amazing. I, I love that scene where you wouldn't have let that happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have probably taken it. Up. Well, you, <laughs> you were the no. There was the blooper uh, from Project Threshold where uh, the girl called Johnny yeah. Johnny. Who's Johnny? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 you said it on the though. set. He was like, "Things things are gonna get better. I promise." And she's like, "Oh, Johnny." <laughs> she caught herself too though she's like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah all right um, dave yeah what you got so let me ask you this Uh-oh. <laughs> why don't they just make 10 louder oh whoa <laughs> yeah but this one goes to 11, it goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is such a great spinal one, tap man. yeah spinal tap man this goes back to your uh, rob reiner faux documentary <laughs> of the band spinal which tap which really started christopher guest on his whole troop of doing those improvised yeah. uh, movies like yeah. best in show or waiting for guffman or the mighty wind and however many he's still kind of uh, slated to do this was such a great great movie man and as a musician, you yeah. kind of appreciate every musician even loves more. this movie, man. Like, Everyone loves it. <laughs> He's got the double bass. Like <laughs> nobody makes a double so bass. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting is you got three great comedians. So you've got Christopher Guest, you've got Michael Harry, McKeon, and um, you got Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. And Harry Shearer went on obviously to do all uh, all the Simpson voices, and he's made a career out of it where he doesn't have to work ever again if he doesn't want to. But they all come uh, back and do the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, Harry Shearer. Mighty Wind was in. Harry uh, Shearer was in Mighty. He was Wind. in Mighty Wind, but he wasn't in Best in Show. Michael McKeon yeah, he was. He was the foundations that was setting up the dog show. He was really. He was one of the families that was with Ed Begley Jr. And oh, movie. I don't even remember him in that. That's weird. I know Michael McKeon uh, always comes back. He, it's funny we guy. haven't talked Best in Show. We haven't talked Mighty Wind. Yeah, we'll have to Which work is weird, them in. I love. Yeah, that, and this was kind of I love the beginning. Those are like that. that's a two thousand. Kind of so we'll do a two thousand. And they just one. took every cliche that happened with the band, with bands, yeah, and and like. When he's talking about the sandwiches and the bread, you see the bread, it's too small. Why <laughs> don't uh, you could just fold the meat? I yeah, just, but then I'd be, and then you have to fold it again. No, you wouldn't have to fold it again. You just put the fold piece of meat on the bread. Uh, and I just love um, Michael Kinney. A lot of people 
forget that these guys were actually uh, they were great comedic actors, but they are obviously musicians enough to to play these roles. But they went on to tour. They, oh, I mean, this was this, a fake group yeah. that went on to it tour all yeah. those songs because it, it was so popular. It was songs. called like "This Is Spinal Tap." Well, "This right? Is Spinal Tap" was the was movie. The documentary oh, okay. it was a documentary movie, but they they toured as Spinal Tap. That's so funny. It, and it's crazy. The props and everything because they could play the. They all could play the. In- right. Yeah. 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 And I've told many people they were like, "Wait, Spinal Tap's not a band." I said, "Well, it is, but it isn't." You right. know, I mean, because it was. Based we had off this of argument movie. with Mike Moody all the time, and he's like, "They're a band, dude. They got an album. They tour." It's like Tenacious That's a band. D. Yeah, it's like Tenacious D. but they started as that as like a, their comedy kind of thing right, that yeah. they end up doing the movie later. They probably, right. I wonder what they did to pick up Destiny. to that movie. The pick yeah. <laughs> ass movie, man. I love that movie, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. So good. We're going to get up the crack of noon. <laughs> 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 All right, anyways. So, Spinal Tap, what's your uh, some of your favorite stuff? I like the Yoko Ono scenario with, oh, yeah, with, with the, the, with the, the girlfriend coming in. Michael McKeon's Mike girlfriend. McKeon's the, like, the I'm uh, gonna manage the band the now, and the, like it was very cliche. The, That's know, what drove Christopher Geffs away from the band. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> then he eventually came back. <laughs> I love the, uh, I love the, uh, the ongoing joke about the drummer. Spontaneously oh, combusting. That could happen. That's a thing. That's a, they always it happened to him twice like, yep. already. Before and then at the it. very end, they had that drummer dies too. He ends up uh, blowing up on stage. Or I like the uh, Stonehenge oh. thing where they they give him. So the, when you make the original, when you make the big one, and she's, and she's like, "What are you talking about? This is the original." He's like, "This is the original," and it was like eighteen inches, yeah. eighteen feet, because they put two slashes instead of the one. Yeah. So they had to. So they brought midgets. They brought like yeah, they brought little people. And just dance oh, around and everything. They brought little people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was just really funny, man. I love the remember they go to the party and Fran Drescher's at the party oh, yeah. uh, and they're improvising the uh, the argument of what's on the uh, the album cover. <laughs> to smell the glove. Yeah, was the name yeah. of the album, uh, and he's like, "You should have seen the cover they wanted to have." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the other one, he's like, "Yeah, it's a girl on all fours with a dog collar, yeah. and another guy like with a rubber glove, yeah, and fist in her face, face oh, trying God. to get her to smell his fingers." Yeah. <laughs> I love when uh, uh, Rob Reiner's interviewing him, and like your reviews got pretty harsh on the shark sandwich. He's, this person just has the two-word review: shit sandwich. <laughs> he said, "Where did you say you hear that? That wasn't a review." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you seen this movie in a while? Is it's it a- been a long yeah. time. My yeah. favorite, my, my favorite uh, just joke is the uh, the amp that turns yeah, the to, turn 11, to eleven. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. hear this, hear the sustain. Yeah. No, oh well, if it was on, it'd be going. <laughs> <laughs> Even all the way through the credits, Harry man, Shear, they just had stuff. Uh, the guy that played Nigel. Was that yeah, Harry yeah, Shearer? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The bass player. He was the, he was the, he was in Mighty Wind. He was the one that had the yeah. Hound I remember doggy. him in Mighty Wind. Yeah. No, not Mighty Wind. Best in Show. He's the one with the Hound Doggy. Uh, he's like, there's a beach ball. Look at this. Remember? The- no, no, that was uh, that's Christopher Guest. That's Christopher Guest. Yeah, yeah, that's Christopher Guest. Man, the deleted scenes from that. There's like was forty minutes when he of takes scenes. him to his shack with all the beach balls. That in was that was in the deleted like, scenes. He's like, look at that stitching. I collect beach balls. That's a deleted scene. Beach balls. <laughs> that wasn't in the movie. No, I really? know. Yeah. And it was really funny. If you if you get the uh, best in show D, uh, Blu-ray, check out the or the DVD. You check out the deleted scenes. Like forty-five minutes of some of the funniest shit that just didn't make the movie, or it would have been huh. three hours. Peanut, macadamia nut. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what that's what we get my mother. Why did you stop saying that? <laughs> 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 that's 
save macadamia. Mark Posey was my favorite. In, uh, oh, my God. But, yeah. Oh. We'll have a whole Christopher Guest pod. We we'll, we'll talk about them. So, yeah, Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap, man. Good one. All right. My, uh, my one here stars the great 1987 stars Danny DeVito. Billy Crystal and the great Anne Ramsey in Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Love Throw Mama from the Train. Erwin. Erwin. Chris, you, don't, you don't have a cousin, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Cross. Chris Cross. Yeah. yeah, that was the genius of this. They really took the idea from um, Strangers, uh, Strangers on the Train, train yeah. which we mentioned a couple pods ago that uh, David Fincher is uh, redoing really? that uh, movie uh, with uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's going to be a uh, uh, great uh, remake, I guess, is, of Stranger the Train, which is Ben a Affleck's going to play the same character from The Accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I like him in, in certain in, things. In certain things, yeah, no, I mean, he might not accountant. be that good, but I'll watch anything David Fincher makes. He just mm-hmm. bought the so. uh, rights to that Monopoly uh, game scandal that happened. You know, the guy behind the scenes that uh, who's Monopoly? Scandal? You know, the, the game pieces for McDonald's. Yeah, I just heard oh, about yes. this. I didn't hear this. Uh, the guy, Tell me there now. was a guy that worked at the factory that would get all the winning pieces, and he would give them to his friends, and he would get a kickback from it. Wow. He ran out of giving dollars. them to people, so he was giving them to charities and everything. He had to serve 15 years in prison. And you know why it fell under people's radars? I just heard this on a Kevin uh, Smith pod. Uh, so you never can track it, a winner down? <laughs> well, when it broke, September 10th, 2001. Oh, that's what it wow. And then, boom, it was an afterthought. That's, and see, because that I always been, wondered, like, why they never yeah. showed who, you know, like, won the money and yeah. stuff. Like, dude. Man, that, I'm mad. I used to try to no, win. Yeah. pisses me off, bro. Like, so Ben Affleck and Matt that's Damon. That's a class action suit right yeah. there. Oh, he got 15 years in prison for it. No, I'm talking about and, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know how much McDonald's I ate to try and get those goddamn Everybody gets five free fucking Big Macs. Well, Matt Damon's playing him in the movie because Ben Affleck just bought the rights to it, and he's going to direct him. Matt Damon's going to play it. That's going to be great. Let's go back and throw him out from the train. Sorry. One of Billy Crystal's, one of my favorite Billy Crystal's. I, I was telling Dave my very, uh, thing. He's like, I got motive, uh, motive up the ass. I got yeah. no alibi. <laughs> I need an alibi. And uh, Wasn't he was teaching... Owen would go to his acting workshops. It was like an English, a English writing class. Writing, writing, writing class. class. That's right. yeah. Script writing class. The night is sultry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, he couldn't think of that opening line. Billy Crystal, he kept yeah. trying to write his script, and he had like insomnia. Yeah, yeah. I think the one of them was moist. Wet. Yeah, it's moist. <laughs> yeah. And then remember at the end, Anne Ramsey, when they were actually on the train, came up with the perfect line yeah. where he was he was all settled where he didn't want to kill her, and then she came up with that line. The night is sultry. He's like, right. I gotta push her off the train. Yeah. <laughs> Who what, was she? His wife. He was the. Owen's uh, mother, right? She was Owen's mother. Oh, well, remember, he he's the his, mo- uh, she was the mother getting thrown off the train. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I'm woman thinking. from uh, Remo Williams yeah. and uh, Orange is New Black was Billy Crystal's wife, who he hated her. And That's she stole his. Okay, she uh, stole yeah. his book idea. Remember, they showed her on Oprah right. and everything, and he yes. couldn't stand her. And then Owen came to her, and uh, he was he just put it in his head about the strangers on a plane uh, train or yeah. idea. Planes, that, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, that you uh, <laughs> you kill this person. Is you yeah. you have to separate yourself from the yeah. murder. So yeah. two strangers meet. You kill his the the original strangers on the train. Uh, idea was this guy hated his uh, father and the other guy hated his wife and you killed his and you killed his. Yeah. So Owen went and uh, 
Thought he killed his wife. Remember, he thought he was pushing her off the thing. I love when he changed his hands. Remember, he was going to choke her. Yeah, and yeah. She yeah. leaned over and he moved his hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then got to right to where she was and she ended up falling off herself because she was reaching for a ring that fell down there. Or right, yeah, or something, something like, like that. that, yeah. <clears throat> so he thinks he killed her. <clears throat> and I love the uh, telling Billy Crystal, I killed your wife. And he's like, the little meatball did it. He killed yeah. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and they're going to think I did it because remember the day before he screamed in yeah, front yeah. of the whole class, I hate her, I wish he was dead. Oh, Oh, that's ah. right. So he had so much motive. Uh. Remember uh, Brandes, the guy from uh, The Tonight Show, the uh, the saxophone player, mm-hmm. played his best friend. Who Remember, he busted in his, uh, his room, and he was like... Uh, talking about motive and everything and he's like well if you had enough time to catch the plane and you went there and yeah you you could have done it you could have gotten there <laughs> yeah. like, god damn it uh so owen's expecting him to kill his mom and right. uh, they have a lot of great scenes where he's imagining very similar to uh only the lonely where he's imagining oh they like, hallucinate little hallucinations. Uh, yeah little hallucinations yeah. about killing his mom and everything <laughs> and sticking the thing in her ear or, yeah or, or blowing the uh the Can trumpet push her down the ear. steps oh that's right the yeah <clears throat> well that was the idea remember he, he loosened the uh the nuts oh, the door oh, and yeah. he was gonna push it down then billy crystal ended up falling down that's right and then he's uh he owen came home thinking that he had killed her and he's your friend's dead and yeah <laughs> that's right uh, but remember <laughs> he was gonna turn billy crystal in remember he he was pissed that he didn't kill his mom and billy crystal was hiding in the pantry when the cops showed up oh yeah the there. he's like can you get me some sugar from the pantry and billy crystal's in there and then he keeps calling him back oh no i got something yeah. here. don't worry about it and it was just such <laughs> my a favorite fantastic movie man oh, my favorite scene is when it finally is over, mm. and then he realizes that Danny DeVito wrote, wrote a book. Yeah, he writes a, a kid's book. But he, yeah, but he didn't know, know it's a kid's book. He, uh, he didn't he know that. He, he thought he stole his book Billy Crystal idea. was, oh, that's right, was yeah. going to write the story that they just went through, right. and only to find out Danny DeVito had done it first. That's right. And then like he sat him down to show him the book, and they, like he opened it, and then like, it's like a pop-up, pop-up book. Yeah, right? yeah. Pop-up. <laughs> oh, you wrote a pop-up book. <laughs> Oh, That's right. So funny, man. Yeah. Billy Crystal d- did a lot of great movies back then, but you don't see him go out and uh, and do a whole lot of movies anymore. You know, no, I mean, he, I, I City Slickers and all that stuff. He was great back in the I day. I saw him make an appearance scared. on like the Tonight Show like a year ago. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, What's I don't he even. Doing? Do you I, know? I don't remember what he was promoting, yeah. but he was. You know, I mean, I saw him on there. He was promoting something he was doing. So I mean, I know he's still yeah, trying he's to a, work somehow. He's a does he do? Man. Does he do uh, Broadway stuff? He, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know he used to. You know. Yeah, but I, he needs to come back, do another movie, man, because he's fantastic. I always love. He can come back. I always have this fantasy of them sometimes, like Gene Hackman's, just like I did it. Yep, I'm it was done. great. Yeah, I got I a ton of money. Yeah. I'm gonna go grow again. wine now, yeah. or I'm gonna go yeah. make cheese, or I'm gonna right. go do Tra- something Gene else. Gene Hackman and Sean Connery. If that doesn't work out, I still got plenty of money. I would do that. I'll do that now. As soon as I, I mean, just to. Do your own thing, and, and those are the two actors that come to mind. You know, Gene Hackman and Sean Connery, where they were done and they're gone, man. You don't know what they're doing. They're on a beach someplace. Sean Connery's still alive, life. right? Yeah, he owns a big palace portion of the Bahamas. Oh, interesting. Like he owns a big chunk yeah. of one of the islands. There. Oh, wow! And just that's where he stays. You know who did that? He too, fell in love with it when he went to shoot um, that famous scene when he was on the beach and he shot the the. Harpoon gun into the tree or something. In what movie? Uh, wow. I think about on the beach. I think Indiana Jones: Last Crusade. Yeah, uh, it was. I forgot about my shallow. It was one of the Bond <laughs> movies. Where he was on the beach, and it was in Bermuda or Bahamas, huh, and he ended up falling in love with the area. Huh. Another actor that, uh, or a comedian who did that, uh, who just ended up disappearing after he was out, was uh, and we didn't hear about him until he died. Was Johnny Carson? 
Johnny yeah. Carson yeah. left the limelight, and then ten years later, you heard he died, and you were like, "Holy shit, he was alive!" Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> he was just out of the spotlight. And Ed McMahon was still doing publishers clearing. Yeah. Oh, right to the very end, <laughs> yeah. he probably died with that check in his hand, right. and get ready yeah. to pass but, it off. <laughs> I saw a. Uh, it wasn't. It, it seems like it would have been. Yes. An <laughs> yes. You are correct, sir. You are correct, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, he's Phil Hartman. His Phil Hartman. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was Phil Hartman. Uh, <laughs> that's saw, weird. That's <laughs> wacky stuff. I think weird, about these wild, actors, wacky stuff, who try to. Uh, you know, they come back and they got to make that money and everything. And I saw an article yesterday. I thought was hilarious where it was uh, Charlie Sheen is down to his oh, last $10 that. million. Dollars. I was like, oh, let's shed a uh, tear for fucking Charlie fucking, Sheen. Uh, you got to make $10 million work for you. Yeah. Now you can't, you got to live like a normal person. That's yeah. 600 grand in interest every yeah. year. I, I can't help it if you... <laughs> if you can't live on 600 grand in interest yeah. every year. I yeah. mean, I can't help it if you blew $50 million up your nose but, yeah. <laughs> or in your veins. Only have $10 million. Uh, down to my last $10 million. Me I'm, too. I, someone <laughs> needs to get started to go fund me. That literally makes me sick. Like, someone needs to start a GoFundMe immediately. I might do oh, that right did after. Did you the see pod. someone start a GoFundMe yeah. page? Yeah, that one of those Kardashian Jenner oh, ones. I think it yeah. was the Jenner. Yeah, she has like nine hundred and ten million dollars, and they want her to be a billionaire, so yeah. they crowdfunded. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that is horrible. If she gets any money, she should donate it to some oh, charity to horrible. feed people. And oh, bad. <laughs> don't get started. I don't even they, like you know what is it in in Harry Potter like the that him who shall not be named yeah, or whatever yeah. I don't even say any of the names <laughs> I like, know nothing about him I yeah. just saw that I give him credit for being famous oh, for shit. being for I'll tell you what if I if you brand yourself more, like more that power more you. power they, to you I don't they're the king of branding but they're also the king of it sucks that everybody buys into it yeah but that's, that's social I don't media. hold it against them <clears throat> social media will do that but. All right, that's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got to end a comedy too. Yeah, right there with, with a two-minute rant about pop, <laughs> current pop culture. Oh man! So yeah, that's the end of '80s comedy. We might revisit that in, uh, next year sometime, but uh, we I can feel always like uh, I could keep going. Yeah, well, we could we could start with the '90s and uh, work our way through that, or even the 2000s. Man, there's My, so much different stuff. You're much more talented with remembering. We've probably there's a lot of movies where we've probably seen it the same amount of times, yeah. but you can recall it. A yeah, lot it more sticks with me. Some but if I watch it again, yeah. even casually, I watch these. I go back and rewatch these a lot, but a lot of them I don't have to. I've, I some I need, I don't need to watch Big ever again to remember no, yeah. every scene from it. Then or like to, to think of him eating that beluga yeah. at the party and then spitting it back out because with a little, <laughs> little corn liquor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're uh, you're listening to us, iTunes or uh, SoundCloud, which I know you are because that's uh, that's what we're on. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, leave us a review or a like. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, we're at Dupree podcast or uh email we're at uh, uh fascinated with films at gmail.com and definitely on facebook we, uh, me and justin are uh, we're on it and uh, you can get a hold of us on there but next week uh what's coming up next week oh next week should be our uh, part two of our marvel pod we hope you enjoyed part one and next uh, i'm week gonna will be released. do my homework for yeah, this one he's gonna be uh <laughs> you're gonna do your homework yeah do your homework <laughs> you're actually gonna be graduating uh, at that time, so That's awesome, we'll be on dude. there congratulating Dave for doing that. Hell yeah! And uh, we will be back next week. Sure as shit. No. <laughs> How <laughs> sure is shit? I, I mean, I'm very sure about shit. I, I mean, I guess it does come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a comedy pod. I ain't stolen it. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Later. See ya. Peace. Rocky Road.